Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. That was good. Thank you, sir. I got another one in me later if you want it. Welcome to the program, Duke City, on a special... Now, hold on. Yesterday was May the 4th be with you mm -hmm. for the Star Wars dorks. Today is Revenge of the 5th. <laughs> but not today at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the Lab, because it is Mariachi's Night and Cinco de Mayo. Let's go! Woo! Buddy. Oh, it's going to be so lit at the lab tonight. There's already a line all the way out to it's the street. It's crazy. I tried to count how many people were in line when I was trying to get parking. It had to have been at least 500 already. I think there's over 500 people creeping up on 1,000 who are here to get these dope-ass Serape Mexican blanket mariachi jerseys. The first 3,000 Isotopes fans to get here to the lab, and by the way, you better hurry. Gates open early tonight because we got an Al Hurricane Jr. concert going down in the outfield berm at 5.05. Joining me, young Jake Cassio. How you doing, brother? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm still riding the high of the week. It was a great <laughs> week, and uh, I am very excited to be here for Cinco de Mayo. you already rocking your Mariachi's jersey. Got it on. My first piece of Albuquerque Isotopes merch ever. Well, you, you're off to a great start because yeah, the jersey is dope. I know. I have high expectations for next year. Friends of the show, Isotopes fans, get down here ASAP. There is only 3,000, <clears throat> 2,998 yes. Mariachi giveaway jerseys because the boys got the first two. So hurry up. Hey, you know what they told me this morning? What they tell you? People have been waiting in line for these jerseys since 9.15 a.m. Wow. The first person showed up at the crack of nine. They must have had nothing to do today. <laughs> <laughs> I took the day off to go get a jersey. It I mean, nice. it sounds like something I'd do. 100% that's something you'd do. Yeah. I mean, I love a good deal. I love a good jersey. And this jersey, hands down, the best one. The Isotopes. Or anything in New Mexico has even come close to. 2,998 Mariachi Serape Mexican blanket jerseys to be given away today. And look. You better get down here now. Yeah, like the time is now. If you're not in line already right now or five minutes away, then good luck. Check out the social media at TalkABQ. I just put up a video of the line. It already goes out into the corner of Cesar Chavez and University. And they got multiple lines, third base, first base. I mean, home plate. I mean, it's, it is insane how many people are here. This and place is going to be rocking. I'm so very excited for the Topes. Oh, man, there's not gonna, it's going to be shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder in here in a good way. Not shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder like at an Arby's where you're like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I don't think any Arby's has ever been shoulder-to-shoulder. -shoulder. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Where were you when the Market Fresh Sandwich was released, Jake? Uh, I probably wasn't born. I, 
I mean, I, I've never been to an Arby's, to be quite honest. I didn't even know they still existed. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610. Of course, we are the sports animal. We wouldn't be here without our partners in the community, such as John Lopez, real estate and Cowell Banker Legacy. We're here at their mobile studio. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. Lunch and a milkshake, that goes down at 66 Diner. The boys are getting strong at Evolve Strong, and the weekends are made for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka. Speaking of Teller Vodka, Jake, I know you're excited for this. We have a little on-air, pre-made, canned, safe house and Teller cocktail tasting on air. This goes down at 6 o'clock. Oh, my God. You better tune in for that one because I'm going to be having some fun. Right across from us is the Teller booth where you can get your watermelon walk-off, your mariachi margarita, your grapefruit hibiscus lemonade, your blueberry lavender lemonade. And if you're not sold, if you don't trust me, which I am a trustworthy man, Jake. I think you are. I, I mean, I would, I would think you would catch a bullet for me at this if point. A hundred percent. I've only known you like two months, <laughs> and I would die for you, Jake. That mustache alone, not only your character and integrity, but for that mustache, there's a lot of things I'd do to you, Jake. If you don't trust me, which is fine. I get it. I don't have the richest history, the best track record of being completely trustable. You can have a sip of Teller. You can have your own sample of Teller as right next to us on the concourse. They'll be handing out samples of Teller vodka uh, for the uh, special Mariachi Cinco de Mayo game tonight. It's going to be amazing. Al Hurricane Jr. fireworks show, too. You know, it's... That's the collab we've been needing. By the way, whenever Al Hurricane Jr. is done with sound check, he's going to sit in with the boys for a second, talk about his legacy and New Mexico music. And, you know, I mean, he's a dude. He is that guy. He is Mr. New Mexico. We'll also be joined by your favorite player, Isotopes and Rockies pitcher Logan Allen in the 4 o'clock hour. GM John Traub will join us in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, the aforementioned... Chris Lurig, owner-operator of Teller Vodka, going to sit down with us. We're going to do some tasting in the 6 o'clock hour. And, of course, voice of the isotopes, Josh Sushan, will join us at 6.30 as we hand it over to him in his isotopes pregame show as he calls this sold-out game. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever been in attendance to a sold-out isotopes game. I mean, it's going to be electric here. Jake, you didn't bother going to the Mariachi press conference earlier in the week, and that's okay. I know you're a busy guy. I, I was a little busy. But I did, and today is the fifth year anniversary of the first Mariachis game. Wow. There's a lot of fives going on today. A lot of fives. Fifth year anniversary. Cinco de Mayo is 5-5. Five, five. The gates open at 5-0-5. Oh, 4-0-5. They yeah, moved a- it. Yeah, this the concert starts at 5.05. 4.35. Concert starts at 5.05. Yes. And there's probably like a five-mile-an-hour wind blowing out to right center. Yeah, I mean, this weather is awesome. I mean, not scorching. It's going to be perfect. You could sit outside and just bask in all the Cinco de Mayo festivities that are going to be happening here. Some loser space cowboys are walking by us right now. Boo the enemy. Boo. <laughs> Boo. That's your team, man. I'm sorry. That hurts so bad saying that out loud. Yeah, I know. You'd better go shake his hand. I am an Isotopes fan, even when the Astros are in town. You know I'm a diehard Astros fan, but my Isotopes come first, and we're going to win this game tonight in front of this sellout crowd. So five years ago today, five years ago today, 
we had a record crowd. Haven't been beaten. This record has not been beaten yet. Really? Five years ago today, 16,975 Topes fans showed up for the first Mariachi's night. Wow. Still a record. You think it's going to be broken today? I got a good feeling. In the words of the Black Eyed Peas, I've got a feeling. Oh, great song. Shout out to the legend Hallie. Just come up and gave me a kiss on the cheek. Isotopes legend. If you're, if you're up in uh, the club level, you know who she is because she runs a tight ship. She is stern, but she is fair, Jake. Uh, and that's honestly very commendable and respectable. <laughs> you know, you need someone that's going to rule with an iron fist, but still allow a little bit of fun. Absolutely. Not only okay. Look, if you if you miss out on these dope Serape Mexican blanket giveaway jerseys. I got a good fallback for you. Oh. I got a good silver medal for you. I got a good escape hatch for you. We got these brand new chili jerseys that are being released today. You can get them in the team store right next to us. That's the jerseys you're going to be wearing on the field tonight. Okay, very fun. Very nice. I'm going to have to pay close attention to that. I might be walking out of here with two jerseys today. Yeah, commercial break. Let's go check them out because I'm going to see if they made a schmedium for me. Okay, yeah, you are a schmedium kind of guy. You know what? I forgot, man. I mean, I'm so used to being a schmedium. I've been a schmedium my whole life. I forgot since I got strong with Evolve Strong, I've moved from a schmedium all the way up to a medium, Jake. Wow. Yeah. I am filling out. I think the last time I was in a medium, I was like in fifth grade. I am. I am ripping out of these baby gap extra larges. I'm proud of you. Thank you very much. <laughs> you look like you're about to bust out of that uh, shirt you got on yeah, right now. Yeah, it's one of my, one oh my, of my old schmediums, baby. <laughs> I had to stretch it out. I had to get. I have to get these shirts wet now, and then let and them then dry. Them <laughs> let them dry around my curves. Well, that would be good for the summer, you know. <laughs> yeah, it will. That's all I got. It's kind of. It's, it's like the perfect day. It's the perfect Albuquerque spring-summer-adjacent day. What do you think it is right now? Uh, I'm going to say 76. I'm going to say it's a nice uh, 74. So you're going 74? Yeah, it's not too hot. I mean, we are in the shade, so I could be wrong. 74, a little four-and-a-half, five-mile-an-hour breeze blowing out to right center. So go crazy, lefties. You got a little help. You got the elevation first. Yeah, off. first off here. Yeah, especially that. I mean, this is a hitter's park. And also, you got a, just a little breeze. Not wind. It's not. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even call this wind. No, just, it, it's just a cool breeze. It's just like someone just blowing a little bit of air, you know, on your ear. You know, just oh. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much for that. that I hope you got awesome. that visual out there, loyal listeners. A little ASMR for y'all. <laughs> okay. You got uh, what's your YouTube? What's your ASMR YouTube channel? Oh, it's gonna have to be uh, Jake's Whispers. Jake's Whispers, yeah. that's a good one. I like it a lot. Subscribe, uh, like, or share Jake's Whispers on YouTube, please. Yeah, please and thank you. I'm trying to make a big career out of ASMR. Bump them numbers up. Yeah, uh, you got to bump up the numbers. Hey, dude, those are rookie numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Back at the studio, Steph Griffin on the ones and twos, pushing the buttons, taking your calls. What's going on, Griff? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just laughing over here at you guys. Oh, we're pretty silly. I know. Yeah, just a little You're bit. Hilarious. I'm feeling great today. Cinco de Mayo, or as uh, others call it, Cinco de Drinko. A Drinko de Mayo. A Drinko a de Mayo. Either I like one. that one. You, you know, get, You get to choose. We're all Hispanic today. Yeah. You know, Everyone's it, Mexican. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm so jealous, though, that you guys get to be out there and you guys get a concert. I mean... How awesome. Yeah. Not only do we get a concert, we're going to have uh, Al Hurricane Jr. sitting in with us. The I legend. I know. I'm so excited. He is, a, he is a talented, tall, handsome man. 
the ladies of Albuquerque have been in big trouble for decades now. Yeah, my mustache is, uh, doesn't stand a chance against his. Yeah, we, we need to get some, uh, anybody got some tape, some masking tape? <laughs> then we have to hide this. Yeah. Oh, okay. here we go. Uh, Michelle misses everything at the ice topes. Michelle Montoya walking by. Michelle, can we can we get some masking tape for Jake to cover up his mustache when <laughs> Al Hurricane comes yeah, on? Yeah, it's good. I don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, because loser mustache compared to Al Hurricane. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Got a great program for you today. When we get back, we're talking about the Bucks, Giannis, and maybe Jake's team. Ooh. I love speculation rumors. We got. Kentucky Derby talk at the top of the hour at 5. You got your hot takes. I do, and I will be talking in my southern accent the entire time. Thank you. We'll order a couple mint juleps, put on our big goofy hats. If I do declare. (laughs) That's okay. You a southern lawyer now? Okay. (laughs) Excellent. Strong work. You, uh, what, what do you say? You've won the, you got the Kentucky Derby right three, four, four years, four in, a row. years in a row. Four years in a row. Mind you, I'm not betting just on one pony. I bet on three ponies every year, but I've made the correct choices. We'll be talking about rookie quarterbacks and where they are on the depth chart. Of course, we're going to be recapping the NBA playoffs. Uh, we're going to be talking a little college football, mass exodus from Dion's Colorado Buffaloes, and uh, a lot of quick hitters from around the sports and sports adjacent world for you when we get back little nba talk you're listening to two men on 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal new, new mexico, mexico sports, sports authority, authority. 95.9 fm and am 610 the, the sports, sports animal, animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. The boys are live at the lab, Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park. Uh, Just my favorite place to be. Not only are we at the ballpark, not only is it a beautiful day, we're here on Cinco de Mayo. We're giving away the dopest jerseys I've ever seen in my life. And... uh, I just ran into one of my favorite players. Right. That was, I'm happy for you. Thank you. You, uh, you looked like a kid in a candy shop right there. <laughs> Uncle Mike, Michael Brantley, was on the concourse hanging out with the boys. Got to take a pic with him. Uh, get, tell him about my undying love for the Houston baseball Astros. And uh, I told him that uh, even though that they are the Astros, even though that he's on the big club, they getting whooped tonight. Oh, talk your smack. Because the Albuquerque Isotopes are going to represent on Cinco de Mayo, on Mariachi Night. Not only are we going to beat these losers, Sugar Land. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, more like Sour Land. Yes, tonight it what? will be bad. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard, like, rooting against your dudes because these are my dudes. Albuquerque Isotopes are my dudes. Yes, sir. When, when Sugar, anytime Sugar Land is somewhere else, when they're not here, let's go crazy, boys. Let's go Space Cowboys. But when they're in Burke Way, no, sir. Get out. I don't think so. Yes, sir. Get out of town, losers. Uh, that's how I feel <laughs> with uh, my uh, Area 51s, man. The, okay. uh, the Mets AAA affiliate. I've uh, come to Isotopes Games for them exclusively. Seen Lucas Duda here before. That was very fun. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know, I'm a. But, you know, I got to root for the Topes. Got to root for the Topes. And uh, luckily, the only dog in the fight I have today is the isotope. So I get to enjoy my Cinco de Mayo. You're not conflicted yes. like me. No, I you am You get not. to meet one of your favorite players and have to tell him he sucks and he's a loser. Yeah. Yeah. You know, That's hard for me. That took a lot out of you. Yeah, that was a but lot. But you're a true 
pequeño. Uh, I'm taking another sip of this Red Bull because I just drained all my energy, drained my soul, really. Yes, yeah, so, I mean that that handshake looks like it uh, just took everything out of you, you man. You're you're tongue-tied after gonna, meeting your your favorite player. I'll bounce back. I'll be fine. Oh, I know I'm you a, will. I'm a professional, Jake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Speaking been... of professionals, professional basketball coach Mike Budenholzer. I doubt I pronounced that correctly. Budenholzer. But that's Budden. See, like yeah. Joe Budden. Yeah. I got that one right. Uh huh. What does he do for his team? Takes the small market Milwaukee Bucks. Haven't done anything since Wilt Chamberlain. Kareem. What did I say? Well, thank you. Yes. So, haven't done anything since then. Takes them. Wins a championship. Almost wins two. Puts them back on the map. Puts them back on the map. Relevant. You are relevant again, Milwaukee. You should be thanking this man. He set the Bucks franchise record for wins and winning percentage this year. What do you think they do for him? Give him a parade? Nope. Statue? Nope. They said, "Laters, you're gone. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you, Michael. Yeah. Because you're out of here. Yeah, and honestly, uh, <laughs> I respect the move. Okay. I, I honestly respect the move. Giannis only got it done one time with Big Mike, and they came close, but I don't know. I just don't think he was the guy to get it done for the, for the Bucks. And, I mean, a first-round exit – four to one in the playoffs mind you Giannis did get a little banged up yeah Giannis was out yeah but he they could have beat the heat I don't know man don't don't mess with Jimmy Buckets don't mess with Jimmy Butler the man your father Jimmy Butler don't mess with that guy if you don't got Giannis you got the perfect excuse I mean he's gonna sit down Mike Buddenholzer is gonna sit down at this meeting look the owner Look the general manager directly in the face and say, what? Yeah, I'm... uh, You know how many wins? I got the most wins in franchise history. And you're going to fire me? Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. My star player was hurt. You need some fresh blood. Two-time MVP. How long was he with the Bucks and Giannis? Like five, six years? Yeah. Since... 1819, I believe. Yeah, so it, it's time for a regime five change. years, one championship. I mean, not bad. If you're That's a fa- awesome. If you're a fan of the Bucks, like you're like five years, one championship. Thank you. Ownership. Where's, where's was my not statue? Happy, Ownership was not happy with that uh, first round exit, man. As the one C two. Are you're you're a superstar, two time MVP, Giannis, Antenna, Tupac, Chupacabra, whatever his name is. <laughs> Giannis Antetokounmpo. Thank you. Whatever his name is, he is out. You're not going to win without perennial MVP candidate Giannis Apodaca Chupacabra. Yeah, nailed it. Thank you. Yeah, you're not going to win without this guy. No coach in the league is going to win when your MVP candidate. We got third. He's won two MVPs. He got third in the MVP vote this year. You lose that guy. You're expected to lose the game. This is stupid. Well, I believe Giannis uh, is still going to be with the Bucks for a while here. I mean, he does have a contract. Oh, he you could, think so? He could request a trade. Uh, I mean, ideally, what I want to see, Giannis, New York Nick. I, I mean, is this this is the New York Nick tease, right? Yeah, I this mean, is the same thing. Anytime that's been happening a superstar for years. has any yeah. any rumors of. 
potentially leaving their team, the first thing I see is the Knicks are in contention. Yeah. And that's the best part about, well, other than right now, winning. The best part about being a Knicks fan, though, is seeing all the possibilities that can come your way. I mean, this, so I'm already just drooling thinking about Giannis. Oh, of course you are. And that's why you're going to lose to the Heat because your coaching staff, your front office, your owner, and it's not even looking at Jimmy Butler, isn't looking at the X's and O's. They're looking towards next year's offseason where they try to pry Giannis. That guy. Thank you. That guy. Pry him from the cold clutches of the Milwaukee Bucks. Honestly, here's my bold prediction, and I hope I'm wrong, but I see Giannis being in Miami Heat. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. I, I think... You know, he's always talked about wanting to stay in a smaller market and wanted to stay with Milwaukee and build that up, which he has done. But Giannis got to start thinking about Giannis now. Sure. You know, and uh, I mean, he's not all about being like a super megastar, but he does. I think he's come to terms with the fact that he is slowly becoming the face of the NBA. Griffin, Google what's closer to Greece, New York or Miami. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Look. Uh, he he's like a, a good guy like he's came out and stated that he has never wanted to build a super team he wanted to do it with the teammates he had on the team that drafted him and build and he thinks it's more valuable the 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 ring that he's on a small market team and he didn't hand pick all of these legends to, to stick around him and I agree with him but how long is that frustration going to go on I mean, he and Big Mike were pretty close. They're close. They, I mean, Giannis kind of made sure that he stuck around. Yeah, he. he but he used to, they used to have sleepovers. You know, <laughs> like Budden, the Joe Budden's uncle. You were really struggling with these uh, Milwaukee Bucks names. God, what, what are these names? They're fake names. Mike Buddenholzer. Anyway, Mike Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they used to have like sleepovers, like Mike. Uh, Budin, he used to. He's the one that taught Giannis and. Okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> he's the one that taught the Greek freak how to dip Oreos in milk. Yeah, he. I mean, he's the reason why Giannis even knows what a smoothie is. Sure, you know. I mean, changed his life in multiple and ways. And I think it's gonna, it's gonna, nah, it's it's gonna rub Giannis the wrong way. Got Giannis to sell his 1996 Chevy Suburban. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I he's like you're the you're the league MVP, an NBA champion, like get a Mercedes or something. He's just not a flashy. He's too tall for that. Okay, that's you a know? good point. Yeah, he's way yeah. too tall. Could you imagine seeing a seven foot athlete in a Mercedes? He's in the uh, the nine hundred class Mercedes. Okay, they had to stretch it out a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, it will be interesting to see who the Bucks sign for uh, for a head coach. I think Nick Nurse adds up. Giannis to your Knicks confirmed. Book it. Buy it. What are the futures? Oh, that's a good Let's find out the futures. We'll give you the futures when we get back. The boys are having a lot of fun here at Isotopes Park. Uh, It's about to be a madhouse here. I'm so excited. You can hear the the mariachi music coming from the speakers. You can smell that beautiful popcorn. Yeah, baby. It is rocking here. Al Hurricane Jr. takes the stage at 5.05, but he's going to sit down with us before then. We're not sure. He's a busy guy. So when he sits down, you get him.
Yeah, I mean, it is when it is, you know, and uh, it's either going to be this seg- next next segment or the one after. You think I tell Al Hurricane Jr. what to do? No. You say, he hey, tells us what to do. You be here at 432 on the dot, Al. And that's not how we play it here. <laughs> it's like you got a few minutes for the boys. Come on over, Al. Yeah, come that's hang out. Just come hang out. More sports and sports-adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The The Sports Sports Animal. Pump up the jam. (laughs) Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Live at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. Cinco de Mayo. Al Hurricane Jr. is coming up soon. Oh, my God, I cannot be having any more fun right now. Oh, it, it's getting hectic. Seeing all the workers trying to do all their last-minute work, get scrambling. everything together, scrambling for the onslaught of people that are about to come in here. It is going to be like it's 1999. Woo, buddy. So usually the gates open one hour before first pitch, give everyone a chance to get their tasty treats, get settled, et cetera, et cetera. But um, they're going to floodgates about to open here because we're doing an Al Hurricane Jr. concert in the outfield, in the berm at 5.05. And to be honest, uh, I'm ready to be crooned, Jake. I don't know if I'm going to be ready to take the serenation from Al Hurricane (laughs) Jr., You know, serenación. Oh, sí, lo siento nada para español, yo soy gringo. <laughs> okay, that's you did you did that great. Yeah, I know. You're you're well practiced at saying you don't know how to speak Spanish. And yeah, very nice. Spanish. I learned all of my Spanish from Narcos. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I mean, it helps for I mean your weekend purchases. Well, Wait, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, uh, <laughs> we uh, do not condone that on this show. That's it's a family program here, and it's a family show here at Isotopes Park. Uh, there's a lot of quarterbacks being drafted in the NFL. I don't know if you follow the NFL, Jake. Uh, you know, uh, I've uh, heard of it once or twice, you know. Uh, it's a good sport. Yeah, I should check it out. <laughs> they just had what they call, they do it every year. It's called the NFL Draft. Oh, that's really? How, that's how teams get new players. I think I, uh, I think I watched a little bit of that. So there are a lot of high quarterbacks being drafted. And uh, usually when you got the, the high draft pick, you're like, all right, this is our guy. Yeah. Here's the playbook. Let's go. You better be confident and he's the guy. None of the quarterbacks being drafted are atop their depth charts right now. I think the only one has to be Anthony Richardson, right? No, not even him. What? He is QB2 right now. Well, you know, that's kind of like, I feel like all the coaches got to say, you know, ah, you know, he's QB2 right now. We got to have a a battle in OTAs and training camp. And uh, before we can really figure out who's our guy, get him to learn the system, get him to learn the program. And uh, they're just doing smoke screens, man. (laughs) I know who's starting week one for them Panthers. It's going to be Bryce Young. Oh, it's not going to be the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton? You know, uh, or wait, is it Red Rifle? Red Rifle. Yes. Red Rocket has a very disgusting connotation. Yes. I'm sorry. Something, the show. something to do with, uh, what, a, a doll? Canine. <laughs> Canine stuff. Yeah, I don't know. how Andy Dalton, I think it's time to call it, man. It's just hang up, hang up the cleats. Let Bryce play. I don't know, man. I think that's a good guy to study off of because he's shown you for – 
creeping up on two decades how to do it wrong. How to lose all the playoff <laughs> games. <laughs> how to? How, yeah. I mean, he sticks around. I mean, honestly, I'm shocked that he's still getting contracts and still getting an opportunity to start. I, I mean, mean, there's so is, many other guys. This is what the coaching staff is doing. Like it's, you know, you you lead by a bad example. For you know, for example, uh, I was a giant pile of garbage. I was a living dumpster fire. If a uh, tied dumpster sitting on a beach for two months became a character in a Disney movie, <laughs> that was me growing up. But luckily, I led by being a bad example to my overachieving and over-talented and beautiful sister. Now she's our family's first doctor. Wow. So I am Andy Dalton in this situation. And your sister's Bryce Young. And my sister's Bryce Young. Well, So he's going to show you hopefully. how to do everything wrong. Yeah. And then Bryce Young's going to be like, oh, I just go oppo from this? Yeah. Was... All right. Welcome to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, out of all the quarterbacks drafted, Bryce Young's my number three. Okay, yeah. I can see that. He's not my number one. You're you're a big CJ guy. Yes. Who is also number two on the depth chart right now. Yeah, I, I mean, another shocker. But Davis Mills, he's not that bad. You know, it's, it's not the worst opportunity for him. Davis Mills, he's had very comparable numbers to my guy, Josh Allen, in his first two years. And look at where Josh is at now. A star of the league. Yeah, I mean, I, I called Josh Allen. Also, I called uh, Justin Fields. That hasn't happened yet. It but, will this year. But we're waiting. It will and this I'm, year. I'm going out on a limb and saying that Anthony Richardson will be the best quarterback from this class. He is the one that you leave QB2, QB3 on the depth chart. Give him some time to grow. Yep. Give him some time to build. Let I mean, they got Garner Minshew. Yeah. And He's an NFL quarterback. And he is a stud at that. One of the most overly competitive people I've ever seen, and you want that as a quarter, like in your quarterback. Also, kindred spirits with you, your mustache brothers. Yes, sir, stash bros to the day we die. And, I mean, with you too, with the mullet. Yeah, baby, let's yeah. go. Let's form like Voltron and be one Garner Minshew. We could do like the Power Rangers, like the hands <laughs> <Hell>. up. <laughs> Okay, so Bryce Young, he played for Alabama, played in the SEC, could not have faced better competition. If anybody's NFL ready, it's Bryce Young. And he's in the perfect division for it, the NFC South, which is just garbage. Yeah. Just pure garbage. The only thing the NFC South has going for him right now is Jameis Winston's backup, Derek Carr. <laughs> okay, I love that. Yeah. Hot take. Oh, yeah. I am a big Jameis Winston guy. LASIK Jameis, he is the guy. And he never really got a chance to, like, prove himself after he got that eye surgery. He could see now. Let, let's see what he could do. So Garner Minshew, yeah, I agree completely. Garner Minshew is, like, the guy you want to learn from. Garner Minshew almost dropped out of playing the NFL to go straight into coaching. He was convinced by his college coach to continue playing football yeah. instead of just going to the coach. Thank he you, a, Mike Leach. He is a coach at heart. He can play and coach. He's like Pete Rose with all all the touching the minors and gambling, allegedly. Yeah, all that. Exclude yeah. that, yeah. yeah. If you got a player coach that can show like a super raw talent like Anthony Richardson how it's done, like you want to be with that guy. I mean, I honestly think, though, Minshew has it in him, too, where he's, like, going to make it a, a competitive battle in OTAs and minicamp. And 
it's going to be fun to see. I hope to see at least four games of Gardner Minshew this year. I hope to see 17 yeah. and leave and let Anthony Richardson learn. You don't want to shove that guy out well, there. Well, I mean, he's only played like 12 games last year for Florida, and he's never fit. That was his first full season in college, you know? So I think, I think that Anthony Richardson, though, is going to be starting by halfway through the season. Same thing with David Mills and C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Oh, I th- honest, mm, I think C.J. is going to start come out starting. Bryce and C.J. should start. Anthony should sit and watch and learn. And Will Levis should just stick to the side and let Malik Willis do his thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a pro Malik Willis guy. I will not be rooting for Will Levis. I mean, the... He's just a weird guy. I have a thing with weird quarterbacks. Like, I don't trust Russell Wilson. Okay, well, Will Levis is the good kind of weird. Russell Wilson is the bad kind of weird. Oh, so far. So far. As, I mean, I don't know. Uh, would you would you trust me if I drank mayonnaise in my coffee? Okay, first off, he was just trolling the media on that. He doesn't really do that. But one thing he did actually do is stare lustfully into his smartphone and eat a banana with the peel on it. Yeah. That actually happened. Disgusting. I mean, I'm very anti-banana overall. Oh, don't be anti-banana. Yeah, I'm not a banana guy, unfortunately. You oh. know, that's probably my least favorite fruit. When we get back, let's find out if either Al Hurricane Jr. or Logan Allen are banana guys. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. This is where New Mexico comes for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Having a lot of fun with it here. Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. Joined by new friend of the show, your favorite pitcher for your Isotopes, Logan Allen. What up? How we doing? going on Thanks welcome to the program me. friend how goes it it's going good man this atmosphere is insane it's gonna be a top five crowd we've ever had i think yeah yep. absolutely set the record five years ago today sixteen thousand nine hundred seventy five we're going after that record today so is it days like that you got the day off right or you wouldn't be here with us Oh, yeah, I got the day off. I had to throw in the 11 a.m. kids' day yesterday, so I got my full of, my fill of uh, SpongeBob. And um, <laughs> Needless to say, I'm glad I have a day off today. I get to soak it in and enjoy it. Is it, is it days like this where you know the crowd is going to be full, that, that you wish you were on the bump? Yes and no. I mean, um, at any level, even in the uh, AAA, the big leagues, wherever it is, when there's a big crowd, it gets you going. Um, yeah, it's fun to see, but also at the same time, uh, it'll be nice to be kind of a spectator in the bullpen and just see the the madness and the amount of people and stuff. And uh, for a lot of the guys in the clubhouse and for the isotopes and I'm sure for Sugarland too, they probably haven't seen that many people at a game before. So it's something that uh, also helps with them on the development side. Like, you know, you got Michael Brantley rehabbing for them tonight. He's played in front of 30,000, let alone yeah, yeah, 16. Sure. But some of the guys in our clubhouse might not have, ever played in front of more than seven or eight nine whatever it is so it's also kind of preparing them for the big leagues yeah i mean uh tonight is going to be a great day i mean you got a good off day for cinco de mayo i mean uh, get to hang out in the bullpen yeah i just got to wait nine innings for the margaritas <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i mean our friends uh, at teller vodka we got the mariachi 
margarita right there across. Oh, and you yeah. you can see Check Your Six. They're setting up for some samples right behind you. Oh, so. man. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to do that before the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to do that after. Me and Fernando Abad might snag the bullpen some margaritas post-game as long as we get a W. So I want to talk about a crazy story because I was here last game of the year last year. And you had it one. You oh, had one of the yeah. most dreaded moments that any pitcher can face in their career. Uh, I used to play ball. It's happened to me a few times. Uh, but you took a ball right off the dome. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. It was uh, that was wild to me. I was cruising. You know, a starter last year. Obviously, towards the end of the year, going into the sixth inning, dealing, feeling good. You know, not a lot of runs on the board in Albuquerque, which is a good thing. And. Yeah. Uh, Hinojosa, a guy who just who I, I, I've thrown pretty well to, mixing it up, hits a ball 100, 109 and a half, I think it was, and just going right from my face. I thought, and it squared me up, but I'm like, I popped right back up, and I was like, that didn't hurt. All that. <laughs> like, I didn't, I, that hurt a lot less than I thought it was going to hurt. Like, maybe yeah, he didn't hit it as hard. And they come out and check on me. I'm a little rattled. And uh, I would go to pull off my hat, and the hat brim from the very tip of the hat was bent all the way back like broken and uh deformed and the hat saved me from probably a concussion or worse for sure yeah um, definitely gave our manager last year i said hey i need a new hat like that's <laughs> why it didn't hurt i mean the ball clipped me after it hit the hat um, did you keep the hat oh yeah it's in a bo- it's in a shadow box in my house that's my good, man cave. That's good luck i've right never there. seen anything like it in my life uh obviously for the last game of the year knowing i was driving six and a half hours back to arizona after the game when that hit me i'm like oh no <laughs> um but yeah that was that was wild i mean i i was very grateful it didn't hit my hat but it was a great story that hat was uh gave it right to the manager and the manager goes what do you mean he looks at it and he goes no way <laughs> and they look at the replay and they hit the hat then it hit my head and it went ball went all the way to center field so yeah. it was it was touch and you threw on Skipper's hat, right? I, yeah, I was like, Schaefer, I need a new hat. And <laughs> Warren Schaefer goes, well, what size? I was like, quarter, seven, whatever. He goes, I right, well, here's an eighth, but, you know, I like to stretch them out. Threw right on, pitched the rest of the <laughs> inning, got <laughs> out of it, glove. went back in the dugout, and uh, everybody's like, you okay? I'm like, I don't know yet. No, he, he, <laughs> EMS checked me out. No, n- nothing bad, so... Um, we got a we got a W and then proceeded to drive home. I was sore the next day. I was yeah. I would have been hurting too. I Absolutely. was hurting. So I mean, that's part of the gig. Like you're putting yourself in the line of fire. You're you're pumping heaters in there, and you got professional athletes doing their best to hit it as hard as possible. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying like don't field your position, but there's sometimes like I a few weeks ago I had a guy break his bat at 70, but it looked like it was coming at me, and I just duck and cover sometimes you know i mean it's yeah i mean you watch a position player on the mound throwing like when there's a a blowout and stuff and you really can't believe that like if i'm on the mound throwing 60 mile an hour lob balls i'd be ducking when i'm throwing them like it's just you know that that's what they're paid to do um and we're paid to get those guys to swing and miss so um you know don't like it don't throw it there kind of thing so (laughs) so uh off air we were talking a little bit about golf Oh, yeah. You had any opportunities out here yet? Oh, I mean, every Monday. Every, every Monday. Nice. So we played, uh, got, got a lot of golfers on the team, to be honest. Oh, got, yeah? got some golfers. Josh Rogers can swing it. Uh, our pitching coach, Chris, pretty good golfer. He's got that, that old man baby draw. Um, <laughs> but uh, we played Sandia Resort uh, quite it. a bit. Love that track. It's we're in good just, shape. We were just there two weeks ago. I love that. I hope you're there for the golf, not the casino. Casino's not giving away free money. Uh, <laughs> uh, it depends on what you bet. We, go- yeah, we golf first. Fair. 
but uh yeah i've been playing that a lot um you know i've heard a lot about twin war or uh paco ridge yeah Paco's it's not too really far cool. from here problem is it's shut down monday and tuesday so we don't get as many opportunities to play oh, um championship course over here uh always a good one to play um and then uh, we heard about Twin Warriors as well. It's a good little spot to go get off yeah. of. So we played that. Played a lot of golf in the off season in Arizona. Um, got to play a little bit in the waste management and uh, pro-am and stuff this past Very year. Fun. Walked the course with Jason Aldean. So the Ooh. golf's a big part of my, uh, my off season. Um, getting to know Max Homa as well. What's um, your dream three guys you golf with? Well, John Daly's number one. Boom. I mean, yeah. love it. Love that. I mean, someone asked answer. me, like, what, what would I do if I wasn't playing baseball? I'd probably try to be his son's caddy. Yeah. I mean, just to <laughs> yes. get around John. You know, um, I've, I've played, I played with Max. Um, would love to play with him. Obviously, he's an unbelievable golfer. Um, but besides him, honestly, uh, can't not say Tiger Woods. I mean, it, it, the greatest of all time. Um, honestly, one that I, firm, I, I would really want to play with. Uh, with uh phil mickelson yeah um, big phil just i would love to he's just a, he's just a blast on the course him and um i i would really really like to play with brooks kepka i don't know i just love his game and when he's on he's on so uh you're doing some great things out here in the community off the field let's talk a little bit about the logan allen foundation what do you guys do yeah so uh i started my foundation in uh in 2020 um it, to help special needs families that you know specialize with like in home in, in home healthcare, uh, nursing issues, anything like that. Uh, I w- my family was fortunate enough to um, to be able to afford my brother Phillips nursing and care and and um, you know with the help of a lot of people in Asheville, North Carolina, to take care of him. But a lot of families aren't as lucky. So um, you know I, my foundation and it, it goes towards that. The families that need money for supplies wheelchairs, uh, wheelchair, uh, wheelchair accessible ramps, whatever it may be, um, help with nursing or really just kind of to take some stress off of them and avoid them having to use the nursing home care and things like that. Cause sometimes you don't always know what you're getting. Um, so in 2020 we had, uh, planned on doing some events, but with, uh, COVID-19 being out there, we, uh, we wanted up starting with a, a t-shirt, fun thing sponsored by my foundation every t-shirt said what handicap on it and we uh you know I, there's even some fans here that had me sign some of those shirts oh, they bought awesome. years ago um but uh and we took a lot of that money in and, and gave it to the miracle league um just because they're doing great things giving giving special needs kids the um the ability to do what we do out there um which you know we're we're always grateful for and and the ability to play baseball and a, and a lot of people don't get that opportunity so isotopes and rockies pitcher logan allen joining us on two men on on the sports animal how can the friends of the show get a hold of the logan allen foundation and donate or buy shirts or participate yeah so right now the website is uh being is being remodeled with some more some new pictures and stuff like that but uh if you go to my Instagram at Logan Allen or at Logan Allen Foundation to be able to see some stuff about it. And uh, and feel free to, to I always check uh, Twitter, Instagram DMs, whether you follow me or not. Um, I'm always able to help coordinate things like that, take ideas, take, uh, you know, other companies in the local area. I'm still trying to get connected with some uh, some some people around the area in Albuquerque and, um, and obviously in Denver um, to possibly do some things while I'm still here and uh, you know, give back to the community in the best way I can. I mean, you've hopped around a lot, so I mean, I de- oh, yeah. definitely you got some city are, connections. Man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> from Boston to Baltimore to San Diego to here. I mean, I've uh, 
I, I, I made a little bit of a difference, I hope. I mean, other than the isotopes, you know, uh, what has been your favorite organization to be uh, with? Oh, man. I really do love the isotopes org. I love the Rockies. It's been a great experience for me. Um, you know, San Diego was a blast. The fans were awesome. I was there when they were navy and white still. So, okay, nice. Um, I got to experience El Paso, and I like. I, that's why I love this division. I, I was like, this is... This is as close to the big leagues, and they treat you like kings here. So uh, I would probably say San Diego was uh, probably a close second to me. Rock, this organization has been great to me. Um, but I really did enjoy my time in San Diego. And um, I would say Boston as well, but I didn't spend too much time in Boston. I got drafted and then traded for Craig Kimbrough about five months later. So uh, it was a pretty quick trip there. But uh, <laughs> um, I, 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 I've enjoyed everywhere I've gone so far for the most part. But uh, like I said, I'm just really happy to be here. Every ball player falls in love with the sport when they're a kid. Who was uh, somebody you idolized when you were younger that you wanted to to emulate on your way up? Oh, man, I was obsessed with John Lester, and there was always that comparison when I was coming up through the minor leagues and when I was drafted and stuff like that. Um, John Lester was a big one. Um, I loved watching John Smoltz pitch when I was younger. That was a, that was a guy for me um, on the pitching side. Um you know, man, there's so many guys that I loved watching play. John Lester was probably probably one of my favorites. Chris Chris Sale, just uh, I always tried to tried to look at the lefties and sure. and watch them work. Honestly, a guy that I you know look up to uh, an enormous amount that I was lucky enough to play with was uh, was Brad Hand. And then Sweet. he signed over here. We're, we're friends, and um, he was a guy that you know had a similar kind of path to to me was a starter for the minor leagues gets up with the marlins um winds up getting getting traded and 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 other things going to other places and becoming a reliever and being one of the better closers in the game for a few years and obviously he's with us now a really great back end reliever uh great role model great dude um so i mean there's i've learned so much from the guys i've played with i mean i've i've with the amount of teams I've gotten on, getting to know a lot of these guys. I mean, heck, I was playing with Matt Harvey last year with Baltimore and AAA. Um, Love you know, that. Getting, yeah. to, getting to play with the Dark Knight and guy. guys yeah, who grow up watching. Guy, yeah. Oh, he's the best, dude. I'm a, new, a, I'm a New Yorker, so. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get Kara City up here then. Um, <laughs> he's uh, he, was, he was a joy to play with. Outstanding human being, regardless of what he's gone through. I uh, just retired today. Um, but, you know, he was a guy that. Um, I learned a ton from in my short time with him. I mean, just there, there's been a lot of guys from him to Brian Shaw, Lindor. I mean, I, the, the guys I've played with have uh, have all impacted me in different ways. So, if you if you look at the makeup of the Rockies roster, Isotopes fans know that it's basically the last three and four years of Isotopes and Chris Bryant. So who's who's the who's the Can't next guy? Chuck. Can't forget Chuck. Oh, um, no doubt. Yeah. So who's the who's the next guy that for Isotopes fans out there who's must see TV? Like this guy's not going to be an Isotope for much longer. Oh, man. Come here and get your eyes on him. You could also say yourself. I'm not going to say myself. I'm going to I'm going to do whatever I can to help my team win, whether it's here in the big leagues. And I've I've done a really good job this year so far of doing my job. But uh, I'll give you a few. So uh, number one for me and is a. Uh, it's kind of, kind of biased. The guy I played with for a long time, uh, Nolan Jones. Played with him with Stud. Cleveland. He's a beast. Outstanding hitter. He's an athlete. Dude's got a bazooka for an arm. He's uh, he's awesome. Him, uh, Riley Pint, who I've gotten to know since last year. He's got electric stuff. Awesome, awesome, awesome teammate. Um, he's he's going to be really special. Um, and uh, Coco Montez, man. I played with him last year. 
Uh, and I was, his numbers, obviously, when I showed up here and I signed here, I'm like, okay, everybody's numbers are kind of inflated. Then I watched the guy play. Sure. And He's, one of the best walk-ups ever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't beat it. I mean, I got him and, and Yu Chang with Soldier Boy. Yeah. Drink that. But, uh, he, he's he's pretty unbelievable. Um, plays elite D, hits for power, gap to gap, can play every day. I don't I don't know if he's got an off day yet, but you know he doesn't want one. Plays super hard, and then uh, under the radar, Stovall, Hunter Stovall, that sure. guy's a gamer. Sure, that guy rakes. The guy gets on. He just knows how to play ball. Just the gritty Mississippi State boy. <laughs> just he can play, man. And uh, don't forget about Fernando Abad. I mean, the, the guy has a sub one here. I don't know what more that guy has to do to be in a Rockies uniform. Right. Guy's giving up one run, going out there, striking guys out with 54-mile-an-hour EFIS, and then blowing them away with 94. I mean, it's and he's 38 years old. So what I'm hearing is we got a lot of dogs on this yeah, team. Yeah, we do. Bro, this, this is a good team. This is one of the better teams I've been on uh, from talent-wise to guys. This, this team, it's a closed team. Um, you, you, you don't see that as often anymore better lack of terms there's no turd in the punch bowl man it's it's a really <laughs> really good team man really really good we're up uh, we're up against i got one more quick one for you you played in multiple leagues multiple cities multiple organizations seen a lot of ballparks what makes rio grande credit union field at Istos park so special well first off the fans they uh huge stadium and sometimes it doesn't look like there's as many people there as maybe el paso because it's a smaller stadium but they they pack fans all the time and you're never out of the game here you can be it can be like eight eight to one in the first and it could the game could finish at 15 to 14 i mean it's 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 a ballpark that keeps baseball interesting and um you know definitely hard to pitch here but it, it does make for some special games some special comebacks some some really good ball games. Logan Allen, pitcher for your Albuquerque Isotopes. Thank you so much for your time, Thank my you friend. Thank you, guys. Appreciate yeah, you course. guys. Thank you. When we get back, more sports and sports-adjacent content. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Now, now betting for the, for the sports, sports animal, animal, your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, two men, men on, Van Nunley, Nunley and Fred, Fred Slow. Slow. And in the on-deck on circle, circle, Robert, Robert Buck D. Gibson. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome back to the program. Duke City having a lot of fun with it out here at Rio Grande Credit Union Field, a.k.a. Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab a.k.a. Uh, Mariachi Central, a.k.a. The place to be on yeah, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, baby, let's go. The people are coming in now, and oh, my God, there are a lot of jerseys out here, guys. It is uh, it is getting packed. I uh, There's not going to be enough seats. I think we're breaking the record tonight, man. Oh, I love that I'll attitude. I'll bet $5 on it. Earlier, earlier what, are, what are the odds? What are you getting? Two to one? Three to one? Uh, How's this looking? It was a... Uh, Let's just say over under 16,900. Okay, I love that. I'm going to take the over because life's too short to bet the under. Well, I mean, well, if you're going to go 16,9, go 16,975 because that's the record, baby. Yeah, all right. I'll go 76. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, Sports Animal. We play on Team I-9. We start our days the YMCA. 
lunch and a milkshake. That goes down at 66 Diner. The boys are getting strong with Evolve Strong. And the weekends, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. If you want to live vicariously through us, if you're not going to be up at the lab, we're doing a little Teller tasting right at 6. If you want to have your own Teller tasting right next down. to us, yep. we got Teller giving out samples of their watermelon walk-off, their mariachi margarita, grapefruit hibiscus lemonade, blueberry lavender lemonade. If you don't trust me, which you should, you can come here and get your own samples. Yeah, I mean, make your own decision. I mean, I'll also vouch for Teller. The best vodka I have ever had. And I am not a vodka person, but I will drink Teller any day of the week, any time of day. You can put it in Bloody Marys. You can put it in uh, vodka Red Bull. I mean, anything. And their pre-made drinks, amazing. I am a big fan of what we got. I'm a big grapefruit hibiscus guy, and we're definitely going to have one of those here oh, in a little bit yeah. when we sip them. Yes. There are a lot of Mexican blanket Serape jerseys, and I know you can hear this in the background. The legend Al Hurricane Jr. just took the stage yes, out sir. on the berm in right field. Oh, look at that suit he's got on, man. Uh, that purple a, is smooth. Is a sexy, sexy man. Oh, my God. I, he was, you know how sexy he is? How sexy is he's he? He's too man? sexy for this program because yeah. he did not make the time for us. But, you know. You we know, got Hollywooded by Al Hurricane did. Jr. It's, it's okay. I mean, at least we got to talk to our boy Logan. Of course. I mean, you should have seen the line of, like, just beautiful Hispanic Burkenias asking him for autographs, asking him for autographs, and he couldn't make it to the program because, obviously, Are these free? Uh, yeah, take a sticker, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Be a new friend of the show. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so we got Hollywooded, and we that's did. okay. I mean, he was, he's was he been on the program before. Yeah, that's fine. But I, mean, I would rather... <laughs> and I would rather have Hurricane, Hal Hurricane Jr. crooning us with this beautiful music yes. than here telling stories. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, I thought we were going to get him to sing a little bit on the air. Just a little. A little snippet. We, we might get him after the concert, but we're not going to rush him. He's a, He's a busy he is, man. He is a busy man, and he is of age. So he might need a little break. He might need a little uh, mariachi margarita when yeah. he gets off stage. Uh, I'm already need one. Huh? <laughs> so you're predicting... A record crowd tonight. Yes, it's going to happen. I mean, look at how many people are and here if this already. Is, if this, yeah, if this is the if this is the eye test right now, then I think we're on our way to setting a new record tonight at the lab, our Cinco de Mayo mariachi night. I mean, look look at this already. There's thousands of people here. Already. I know, right? I mean, the. the Vodka lemonade people are running around trying to sell their drinks. I mean, everybody looks like they're having the time of our life. The gentleman who just took a picture with us, he's going to have a good time. You know, it's going to be a fun, fun day. New friends of the show being made all the time, giving away some stickers, taking some pictures. Of course, if you're coming down to the Topes game, come by and see us right across from uh, the best vodka stand in town, Teller. I, I mean, just listen to this music. Feel I this know. energy. There's people dancing around. Uh, it's hard to keep focus right now. I don't know what this dance is in front of me. It might be a cumbia. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not good at identifying Spanish and or Mexican dances. Yeah, so, I don't. I don't got a, yeah. a lick of that in me. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what I can say is, I want to move right now. I want to salsa. I want to jam. I mean, I can feel Let's it. Let's get I mean, it. Look how, oh, 
we got all the sombreros, everybody. I mean, the the jerseys are the best ones ever, and everybody in them right now makes it so much better. And Number 23 on the back, too. And it's not just the jersey giveaways that you're seeing all over the place. People are going directly to this team score and getting the red and green chili jerseys that they're going to be wearing on the field tonight. They'll, those might run out, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're going to have... We got old mariachi uh, uh, jerseys coming by everywhere. I mean, it is fun to be here i mean i if i had to guess it's probably already halfway filled i think you're correct yeah i mean literally it like you cannot walk practically (laughs) there's there's just barely enough room to walk around here uh we got fans of all different shapes and sizes and ages and i wish i (laughs) wish someone would hand me a mariachi margarita right now because i'm gonna grab one and what do we got here uh, 51 short minutes we'll 51 be sipping on some short mar- minutes. Yes, sir. I, I don't think they're short minutes. I'm <laughs> as thirsty as I am right now. <laughs> uh, man, we're going to have to get a little water in you, Van. I mean, it's a today, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. That's a that's a very good point. You know? Shout out to our friend Alan at Eye Repair New Mexico coming around, giving him some fist bumps. Shout out to a lot of friends of the show. I know. Coming to give him some high fives and taking pictures. This energy is electric. I'm a... I mean, I shouldn't have had this Red Bull before no, I went on air. Because this energy right now is all that I need. I mean, literally, I am just shaking from <laughs> how, all the vibrations inside of me of Cinco de Drinco. Here, live from the lab. I mean. Okay, I, I just can't help but move my hips I know, to this you, right now. Look, if you guys I'm could grooving. see Van right now, man, he is doing his best impersonation of a drunk dad on a yacht in Mexico. <laughs> Just trying to have a good time. All right, that's exactly what I'm doing. Thank you for calling me out for it. <laughs> <laughs> I have the rhythm of a salt shaker that's uh, been dropped in a uh, bucket of water. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am not that far behind you. I wouldn't say I'm that bad, but, uh, you know, after a couple uh margaritas in me maybe then i could uh, get my groove on but that's uh, not rhythm that's liquid courage my yes friend. sir we'll be and that is the best rhythm you could get your boy your boy van's got the rhythm of a slug in an earthquake <laughs> that's about that's about what i got that's my peak rhythm right there yeah i'm like uh i'm like a prairie dog <laughs> poking his head out of the hole <laughs> like a convulsing prairie dog yeah you know that's just trying to avoid the hawk above from it. That's how I dance. Who does have rhythm is Al Hurricane Jr. up on stage in the right field berm. I mean, look at that dance party out there in right field. I right know. Now. They're going insane. I mean, this would be the best way to warm up for a game. To be on the field, having a little live concert, getting ready. I mean, we're giving all the distractions for Sugarland right now. They're probably like don't know what to do with themselves and that's why we're gonna win tonight single de mayo mariachi night for the isotopes i mean if you're a visitor here this is basically a laser pointer for a cat yeah like there's no way they're gonna be able to concentrate on the game no not at all and i it's gonna be a rowdy crowd tonight and uh with it being cinco de drinko man I think we're going to get some fun crowd interactments with the with the players today when we get back we got our Kentucky Derby predictions. Yes, sir, if I do declare. <laughs> Let's go. 
You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Jeff Symbiana and J.J. Bach. Bach. Wake up with the opening drive on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Oh, buddy, this place is rocking. Rowdy as can be. Cinco de Mayo, mariachi night up at the lab. Let's go. Look at these jerseys everywhere. This I know, so many thing. jerseys. Everyone's looking amazing today. And we got every mariachi jersey from every year represented. That is so dope. More friends of the show waving, throwing up some devil horns at us. Yes, sir. Are we rock and roll? I think we're rock and roll. Oh, I'd say we're rock and roll. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Compared to like more sports talk, we are very, we're very rock and roll. What's a what's your name, friend? Andre Lopez. Andre, shout out to yeah, Andre shout Lopez, out Andre, friend, friend of the, of the show. show. You're gonna have a sticker. You have a sticker on his truck tomorrow. Having a lot of fun with it. High fives from friends of the show. Uh, no one's brought me a mariachi margarita yet. I'm very disappointed. If you're listening and coming to the game, come find me in Van and uh, come help us out. The friends of the sh- the OG friends of the show, the new friends of the show, you know our vibe. You come say hi with a cocktail. <laughs> and that's the only way. <laughs> no, come say hi. We got stickers and uh, it's just good to see friendly faces. The only event that could possibly maybe kind of I don't know, probably I doubt it. Top this event tonight is the Kentucky Derby. Well, yes, 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 yes. I do say so myself. If I were to make a proclamation here to a fan, I am a big Kentucky Derby fan. Are you are, are, they, are you a horse racing guy in yeah, general? Yeah, oh like, uh, yeah. Not the, just Kentucky Derby you're into at all? You'll see me at the downs. Um, I mean, if, if, it, if there's a horse to bet on, I'm betting on it. Now, let me tell you a little piece of advice when it comes to horse gambling here, Okay, man. please do. So there are two different tracks. There's a dry track and there's a wet track. Okay. So when it's a dry track, you bet on the smart horses. Okay, the that tracks? The ones that lead the way that you don't have to keep jerking their head back to get in line or they're not looking around. They're game mode. They're ready. That's when you bet on them is on the dry. You have to be, You have to see the horses before you know who you're betting on. That's my philosophy. Okay. You got to... And on muddy tracks, you bet on the dumb horses. Because okay. the, the smart horses are like, ah, oh, it's wet, it's muddy, I'm getting myself all dirty. I'm, it's not worth my time. And the dumb horses will just go, and just keep on going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is, is there a, uh, an S2 test? Is there a Wonderlick test? It's just the, the eye horses? test. Just the eye test. And but like the, for the dumb ones. Uh, I mean, it's the ones that are like, don't listen to their jockey or their trainers okay. as much. You know, the ones that are kind of in their own bubble, you know, just kindred spirits, I would say. If you if you get your eyes on a horse, what are you looking for? I'm look well, ooh. Like a nice, I'm looking for swagger. A nice, I want to see strong, veiny, sinewy hind quarter. Yes, is that you? Wanna? I want strong hamstrings. Okay, you're a big hammy guy. Big ham guy. Okay, you know, and he's got to be strong enough to. He's just got to walk around like he owns the building. Okay, I like that. Yeah, swags. You got to have a swagger horse. Horse, to horse swag. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. You. Uh, let me tell you guys at home right now. He needs to be chock full of that BHE. Yes, sir. Or a little bit of Advil. A big horse energy. <laughs> Shout out Medina Spirit, my guy. Uh, 
as we said earlier in the show, I've gotten the four last Kentucky Derby winners right, and this year I plan on making it Well five. done. Well I am done. betting on three horses this year. Okay. So I'm betting on the odds end favorite right now. He's, his current odds are five to one. His name is Tappet Trice. Okay, say that again. Tappet Trice. Tappet Trice. Yes. Okay, I like that. A five to one odd horse. Sounds I, like a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh. Yeah. And then uh, I, the names of the horses are the best part. Oh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the two other horses I got are at 12 to 1, and his name is Two Fills. And I got to go with that name. I mean, Two Fills is just such a unique horse name where I just can't not bet on it. And my third guy I'm taking, Mandarin Hero. Okay. All the way like that. from China. The Mandarin Lorian. Yes. Okay. The Mandarin Hero, man. Yeah, guaranteed to win. What's uh, If you owned a horse van, what would you name it? Uh, Steve. Just Steve? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe, I like... maybe Rick. Okay. I yeah. would name it. Possibly my... Carl. <laughs> just, a, just a dude's name. Yeah, just a guy. Okay, just a, that's a guy. Just one of the dudes. Okay, that's yeah. him. I don't want to get. I don't want him to get a big head. See, I'm like, I'm naming my him. horse Champagne. Anyone with a question mark at the end of it? Oh, smart. Yeah, because like we are going to be popping champagne when that horse wins. Ah, very smart. Yes. Plus, I like punctuation and horse names. Yeah, I mean, you can never for go sure. wrong with that. I mean, they had they had some pretty good names this year for the Kentucky Derby. This is one of my favorite events of all time. The Kentucky Derby, I will be watching all the races all day, making live bets on my phone. Uh, gamble responsibly, everybody, please, especially on Derby Day, because this is a chance to actually make some bread, some change, like no other. Last year, Rich Strike, 80 to 1 odds. Horse man, you put 20 bucks down. I can't even do that math right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So what is your betting method? I mean, you got your three your three favorites. Your, what you're going to bet on? So I like to look up the horses first. Okay. I got to see what the horse is going to look like. Okay. And another one of my tactics too, although this year it's a little different because he will not be involved, is my boy Bob, the best horse owner trainer in the world. Okay. Uh, he had Medina Spirit. Uh, he's had I think he's won like seven Kentucky Derby. Uh, he has many horses that have done it. Um, Did, was, didn't he get banned for a couple of years? Just recently, yes. And he's back. Uh, he's I don't back think no. It, I don't think so. I think he's got one more year. He's got somebody to stand in for. Yes, him. he has a stand in. Yes. So he still has. He he's still, still has around, horses, and he's still pumping them full of steroids. Yeah. Thank God for that. I mean, it's, it's not a bad bet. I mean, when Medina Spirit got disqualified, man, I ran to the downs to get my ticket cashed out. That's fantastic. Yeah. Thank God. And they honored it. And uh, So I have some bets as well. Okay, okay. I bet horse racing aficionado Gene Simmons <laughs> sticks his tongue out and uh, makes a waitress very uncomfortable. <laughs> what, are, what are the odds on that? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set it at uh, he's going to do at least two and a half tongue action. Two and a half tongue thrusts yeah. or two and a half separate events? Two and a half separate events. To two but, and a half or more waitresses. I'm going to say five and a half. Five, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm taking the over on that for sure. Uh, I think another sure thing is uh, legendary horse racing fan Vince McMahon. That is not a bad option to go with either. He finds out after the race that him and the winning horse are doing the same steroids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would not shock me if Vince McMahon was on uh, horse steroids. I mean, honestly, 
legalize horse steroids. I'm all for it. Okay, Let, let's so make the game competitive. All right, you are a big uh, Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds guy. Obviously. I literally just bought a shirt with Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire on it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and it says perfect. legalize steroids on yeah, it. Yeah, legalize steroids and baseball and horse racing. Uh, what else? Uh, and then another thing I think is going to happen is Tom Brady is going to be there. Without oh, a doubt. okay. Yeah, Tom Brady will be there. Honestly, the best part about the Derby, other than the horses, the outfits and the mint juleps, if yeah, I for do sure. say so myself. Yes, you may, good yes, sir. My southern accent, if you guys can't tell, is more of like a Savannah, Georgia kind of a... So, uh, you think a uh, legendary horse racing fan, uh, Wes Welker, who, yeah. who made it rain a few years ago when he hit a big, just handing out $100 bills to strangers, now he's going to join up with his favorite quarterback, Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. And Julian Edelman Brady will be there. Is Gronk gonna, will be there. And then Tom Brady's just going to hand out avocados. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. That might be too fatty for him. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's retired now. He's going to have fatty avocados. You think he's still doing the TB12 method? Oh, you know it. Yeah. How else is he going to keep that skeleton face if he's not on his program? Well, I mean, uh, all the plastic surgery and uh, all the... The lip filler he's getting. Oh, that's all natural. What are you talking about? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, he, he's definitely had work done. If you look at him from 99 to now, he looks younger than yeah, he was when he got drafted. Weird. Yeah, it's, a, it's when he flies to Europe and he gets those blood infusions with baby tears and, like, dolphin sweat. Yeah. That's what happens. When we get back, general manager of your Albuquerque Isotopes, John Traub, sits in with us on this magical Cinco de Mayo on Mariachi Night right here at the lab, having a lot of fun with it. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Don't just friggin' sit there. Get in the game right right now now. at 888-922-0610. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. And, oh, buddy, is it electric at the lab. Joining us on the program, the general manager of your Albuquerque Isotopes, frequent frequent contributor to the show, John Traub. Welcome back, my friend. Thanks, fellas. Thanks for being out here. One of the best nights in franchise history. I can feel it already. All right, so I told you earlier that Jake is a betting man. He always likes having a little skin in the game. Always. He bet the over. He said over 16,975 people tonight. It's going to happen. Are we going to hit it? I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, (laughs) it's perfect weather, a little breezy, but not a cloud in the sky. We already have, gosh, I don't know, this concourse is jam-packed. People came to get the jerseys, these awesome Serape-inspired jerseys, to, you know, to the first 3,000 adults, but also having Al Hurricane Jr. out here for a pregame concert out in the berm right now. Uh, it's packed out there. People are dancing. People are having a great time. It's really a cool night. It's a mariachi's night. It's Cinco de Mayo. It's Cinco de Mariachis. Can we say that? Yeah. yeah we can. Why didn't I think of that before? Oh, we could have sold more tickets. Well, hold we got on. it next year. All right. It, sounds good. You you know the program. You know the product. You yeah. say whatever we want that's within FCC guidelines. So literally, the, the, the are we on a seven-second delay here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. we are. No, because of the program, we're on a thirty-second delay. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Who's oh, well, Fred, Fred's now. not here tonight, and though. Look, no. look, yeah, good point. Excellent point. Um, 
It looks like there's 16,975 already in the berm watching this concert. <laughs> I yeah, know. it's jam-packed. We're still an hour, uh, yeah, an hour and a half away from first pitch. It's going to be a tremendous, tremendous night. It's one of those nights that I kind of, I use this word sparingly, but I use it when it's impactful. It's one of those transformative evenings, tra- transformative experiences for the fans and for the organization alike. Because, you know, celebrating a holiday like Cinco de Mayo, on a mariachi's night, on a Friday night. You know, it's just an amazing evening, and uh, people are going to have a great time tonight. I mean, the name of the city is Albuquerque. The name of the state is New Mexico. I mean, we are so deeply entwined with Latin and Mexican culture here. Like, how can an event like this not crush it? Well, you know what? You're not going to... For us, we're never going to take that for granted. There, there's a lot of things that these people could be doing tonight other than coming to a ball game. No doubt. But they've decided to come here and celebrate with their with the community, right? And come out here and just have a great time hearing Al Hurricane, you know, the godson of New Mexican music. Um, it's just everything that we're doing. Is we're trying to be as authentic and as real and as grassroots as we can be. So, uh, so far the fans have responded and we're really, really pleased and honored by that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think this is probably the best Isotopes game I've ever been to. And the game hasn't even started yet. You got that right. <laughs> you know we're already going to win, right? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> we're, we got to beat Sugarland for uh, old Van here. Oh, absolutely we will. I just want to rant earlier, John, a little behind the scenes. As you know, I'm from Houston. I'm an Astros fan. And I root for the Sugarland Space Cowboys. But not when they're here at the lab, baby. Let's there go, go. Topes. It's gonna, we're going to get it done today. My two favorite teams are the Isotopes and whoever's playing Sugarland. <laughs> <laughs> so these jerseys are fantastic. Where did the idea come from of these uh, Serape Mexican blanket jerseys? Our staff, you know, comes up with these concepts during the offseason. We start talking big, bright, what can we do? Chrissy Bain said, I want to do something that's really different that we've never done before. Uh, Rebecca Zook, our graphic designer, you know, they put their heads together and say, okay, let's do this, let's do that. And then next thing you know, hey, come look at my computer screen. This is what we designed. It's like, this is a home run. Yeah. Uh, I had so many people text and, like, hit, t- hit me up to be like, can you give me a jersey? I said, if you buy a ticket and you show yeah. up early, yeah. <laughs> Funny. They uh-huh. called me, too. <laughs> I, the, the attendance is fantastic. The turnout is phenomenal i mean the energy is palpable speaking of palpable look at this plate oh yeah wow. double double dipping on the corn dogs and the funnel cake it's early. sitting on top of a pizza let's go i, I love know it. Woo, I love it. baby <laughs> and it's not just the the serape jerseys tonight which by the way uh isotopes fans you, you got to come out here no matter what but adios, these jerseys are long gone. Oh, they're long gone. Oh, yeah, yeah, we already have way more than 3,000 people in the ballpark. Um, you know, it's people, you saw people lined up. I don't know if you guys talked about it. We but did. the lines, the, the uh, third base gate was wrapped all the way past CNM. Yep. The first base gate was all the way down back by the BMX track on one side and over by the crosswalk on the other side where the ball is. The one out in front of McKernan Hall was all the way down the steps down to the corner. I got to tell you, people got to get excited about this stuff, and we're so thankful. I mean, the excitement is phenomenal, but hey, if you missed out on the Serape jersey, we got a nice little fallback plan for you because we're selling the chili jerseys that they're wearing on the field tonight. That's right. We do. The team is wearing a specialty version of the Mariachi's jersey. 
it just went on sale tonight when the gates opened at 5.05. It's on sale in the store. There's a huge line over there right now. Team's wearing those on the field as well. And it's, uh, you know, but there's also another little bonus that people Ooh, get tonight, oh, by the way. Oh, yes. There's a baseball game. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget what we're all about. It is family. It is fun. It is all this stuff. And, oh, by the way, we have a baseball game, too. <laughs> and we have post-game fireworks. Woo. And Al Hurricane and his band are going to be standing on the field singing live to accompany the fireworks show during, you know, for and that 10-minute show. that's the best way to end the day. I'm telling you. I mean, we're celebrating New Mexico. We're celebrating culture. We're celebrating each other. And uh, that's what stadiums are all about, right? They're a place where communities get to get together and to just be with each other. And, you know, we put a lot of work into this because a lot of people come here to escape their day-to-day whatevers, right? Sure. So yeah. it's upon us to make sure that that experience is top-notch and to, to make sure that people are just going to have an awesome time. And for 20 years now plus, um, 11 million fans have done that. Fives are wild today. Al Hurricane Jr. started at 5.05. Today is Cinco de, Mar- de-, de Mayo. Five, Cinco five. tomorrow. Cinco tomorrow. Cinco. Oh, maybe we can think about that next year. Okay, we'll do yeah, that. We got Cinco de Mariachis and Cinco tomorrow. Or and something. It's the fifth anniversary of the first Mariachis night. Right. So, obviously, the way the ball's been flying out of the ballpark this week, isotopes win 55 to 5. It could be. I'd take that. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? That could be amazing. Um, I think we've scored, a, both teams together have scored 73, 74 runs in the first three games. Whoa. It's been insane. Um, yesterday was a school day game. We played at 11 o'clock. The final score was 15 to 10 or something, whatever it was. And we said, well, yeah, we're teaching kids how to do math. Look at the line score. It's What's more educational than baseball scores? Absolutely. <laughs> you got it. Here, uh, can you talk a little bit about your partnership with Safe House Distilling and Teller Vodka? Because we're going to have in 19 short minutes a little tasting on air right now. And if you can't listen to us, you want to live vicariously out of the air. If you're here, you can have a tasting right next to us as Teller is doing a tasting as well. Well, a couple years ago, we partnered with Teller and Safe House. They came up with the Mariachi's Margarita. Um, the walk-off watermelon, yes. uh, or watermelon walk-off, I should say. You know, these ready-to-drink cocktails, which have really done terrific, not just here in the ballpark, but in the marketplace. You can get them at grocery stores throughout the community, throughout the state. As a matter of fact, during the off-season, I, I was up in Taos, and I was going through a, uh, a grocery store, and they had this great end-cap display of the mariachi's margarita and the watermelon walk-off, and I was like, man, this is pretty cool to see this. So, so You know, it's about the community. It's about staying relevant in the community throughout the entire year, and we're so thankful for our friends over at Safe House and Teller for partnering with us on this. I mean, you guys do such amazing things in the community. No wonder all these businesses want to partner with you. What what else do you have going on uh, in the community coming up? You name it. I mean, you don't have enough time. Sure. (laughs) Good Um, point. Good point. You know, we're all community-based here. Everything that we do with local partners, Dion's, right? Dion's is the, they have the exclusive pizza deal in town or in the ballpark because they're local. And that was something that we were insistent upon in year one, and it's stayed that way ever since we opened. So, you know, all the partnerships that we have, all the sponsorships, all the giveaways, theme nights, promotions, special events, it's all because of these local communities, uh, you know, businesses and local businesses, small businesses who want to be involved with the ball club, want to be involved with the facility, and we do whatever we can do to make those relationships happen. Yeah, I mean, this is a a dream to be a partner with the Isotopes. I mean, you guys are a huge part of Albuquerque culture, especially New Mexican culture. I'm 
this is the most New Mexican I've ever felt today. <laughs> Absolutely, without a doubt. You know, uh, we got mariachi music, Al Hurricane Jr. I mean, this is just the perfect setup. And yeah. for anybody that's not from Albuquerque that comes here, they get a real taste of the culture here. You know, you're going to find people who maybe have never been to an Isotopes game. Sure. Okay? But you're going to find very few who have only been to one. Boom. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And uh, it, it, it's so true because especially like on a night like tonight, you know, it's just the atmosphere, the buzz. But it's not just nights like tonight. Tonight, it's, it's, it's well, these things are not easy to put together. Yeah. But it's easy to feel the atmosphere. But, you know, when it's a Tuesday in April or a, a Thursday in June or something when, you know, you don't have a fireworks show or you don't have a mariachi's night, there's still incredible atmosphere here. And you, you feel it all throughout our entire 75-game home schedule. All right, you talk about, like, all the effort it takes to put on events like this, and you have such a passionate team here uh, working with you guys. What is it about what you do for the Albuquerque community that attracts such special people? Well, you'd have to ask those special people, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, if you're talking about our staff, our full-time staff, our event staff, the people that work these games, you know, it's, it's just it's an incredibly good feeling to be involved with something that is so meaningful in the community and such a contributor to the quality of life and the fabric of the community. And we've, we know that, you know, that, that the Isotopes means something. Isotopes Park means something. And, you know, now we've had generations of fans and families that have come through here. And um, we hear you know, Albuquerque and New Mexico have been just a tremendous baseball community for generations. And the fact that they continue to support us now in our 21st season, uh, it's, you know, it's it's a thing that we listen to the fans. We try to give back. We we take their feedback, and we try to deliver on what we promise. And I think we do a decent job at that. You do an amazing job at that. Thank you. John Traub, general manager of the Isotopes, joining us. Uh, anything for the friends of the show before we let you go? Well, the team's home tomorrow night, another fireworks show, Little League night post-game fireworks and then sunday afternoon we play at 135 uh wrap up this homestand then we go on the road and then we come home back on the 17th or whatever that tuesday is for another 12 game homestand so we have a lot of baseball to be played here in the month of may the weather has feels like it's finally turned yeah, yeah. that cold and snow and rain is out of the way the wind's not necessarily out of the way but you know what that's what you get this time of year uh, we've got a lot of baseball here the team is you can certainly see from the numbers that we're putting up the team loves to swing the bats, and we're going to be competitive, and, and uh, we've got a lot of great young prospects, and uh, we're, we're just excited for the rest of the season, for sure. Friends of the show, if you're in your car right now, cancel your plans, turn around. What if they were coming here? To the, hold on, hold on, not those plans. Yeah, okay. help me beat the record. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're going to get as close as one can possibly get to setting the attendance record tonight. Fantastic atmosphere tonight at the lab is not to be missed. John Traub, GM of the Isotope, thank you so much. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate being here. When we get back, we're talking NBA playoffs. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. got to be kidding me, dude. Jim f***ing Rowe. Dude, don't make me block you. Don't be the first. On 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports Animal. Welcome back, Duke City. I hope you got your earbuds in here at the lab listening to us. Yeah. Because about a third of Albuquerque is here right now. I have never seen this many people in Albuquerque in the same spot. I mean, this is awesome. 
the, the, I mean, the energy. Oh, my God. Give me all of this that you got. This is the best way to spend Cinco de Mayo in Albuquerque. If you're doing anything else, I just I feel sorry for you because you're not here. Speaking of feeling sorry for people, I feel sorry for the Los Angeles Lakers oh. and LeBron James as they're leaving San Francisco with their tails tucked. Yeah, and they got beat up. That was embarrassing. You know, I mean, uh, what was the stat you told me earlier uh, about uh, – but teams are 16-0 after winning their or losing their first home game in uh, game twos. They, All right now, Jakey boy, let me tell you, as a, as a gambler, you should know this stuff already. You know, I should. But, <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes uh, stats and numbers are for nerds. Oh, right, yeah, you just got to go by feel. <laughs> yes, you got to just trust <laughs> that feeling in your gut, which, you know, I do okay with listening to my gut. So after last night's Warriors win, home teams who lose game one in the playoffs are now 16-0 and in game two. I'm going to have to keep that in mind for this next series coming Not up. Not only are there 16-0 and in game two, the margin of victory is averaging 16.2 points. Wow, they're blowing them out. I mean, that's so, what we've seen so far. And it was just as embarrassing last night. Friends of the show, 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal text line. I wouldn't be able to hear you on the Sports Animal hotline anyway. Yeah, text. Because Al Hurricane Jr. is still rocking out there. He's blowing this place the speakers. This is a blast. There are, what do you think, what does that look like? 3,000 people in, in the, the berm right now? Yeah, Dancing and having a concert? They're just going crazy Ooh, over there. It's like his Leta Amphitheater over there. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, you got to expect this to happen. The Warriors are too good. They're too battle-tested. I mean, they're, you know they're going to bounce back oh, on their course. home court. They're too good. How long are you going to shut down Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, two th- other guys? And this game was the first time <laughs> I felt like Clay Thompson is, like, back. He's that dude. He's back. He's you that know, dude. He's healthy. He's healed. He did everything he needed to do. Put up a 30-point burger on the, the Lakers. And so, beat him so bad that we even got to see Tristan Thompson clock in a couple of minutes. I haven't seen Aww. Tristan Thompson that much since the Khloe Kardashian scandal. Throw him a bone. <laughs> I, yeah. mean, I mean, you've seen Tristan Thompson more on TMZ, TMZ than you do... Basketball. On the court, yeah. the basketball court. Hey, he got his first points of the season uh, yesterday. Uh, he looked happy to be just out there. It's, just, it's an honor just to be nominated kind of thing? Yeah. He's like, thank you, thank you. I mean, I don't even know if Tristan Thompson's even nominated. I think he's just, like, sitting in the crowd, had to buy, like, a general admission ticket. LeBron James didn't play in the fourth quarter. How insane is that? Yeah, because uh, LeBron's got to rest up. He he knew what he was. He, LeBron's smart, man. I think LeBron can know by the first quarter who's going to win the game. And the Lakers were not exactly looking all that hot. No, they and, weren't. But the third quarter is where it really slipped away from them. Because the third quarter Warriors are back. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, things are going to be different when they get to L.A. Of all, oh, yeah. the, of all the playoff teams... The Golden State Warriors are the worst road team. Obviously, it's a new day. Obviously, uh, it's the playoffs. Obviously, any given Sunday, blah, blah, blah. But it seems like they don't know who they are when they're on the road. No, they have such a lost identity. 
And honestly, I really don't know why it's so bad for him on the road this season. Because they have like three Hall of Famers on their team. Arguably four if you want to give a little love to Andrew Wiggins. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty progressive. Andrew Wiggins, yeah. huh? Andrew Wiggins. That's the a, man, the myth, the legend. Of all of your bold, hot takes, that is the boldest and the hottest take I've ever heard that Andrew Wiggins is going to be a Hall of Famer. He could. He could. I mean, he's got a ring. I love Andrew Wiggins. He has a song after him, man. Draft Day. A Wiggins. <laughs> you know? Like, he, Drake saw it and I see it. He's finally found himself where he belongs well i mean if andrew wiggins is shooting the ball if jordan Poole is shooting the ball the warriors always have a chance you know curry's gonna get his you know clay's gonna get his you know draymond is gonna do draymond things Ugh. Ugh. That's, that's the i want to like the warriors i do because i don't mind steph i love clay i love a wiggins i loved andre iguodala but draymond I just hate him so much that he's the reason why I pray for the downfall of the Warriors. I want to see Draymond go to a different team so I can prove my point that he is a system player. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he, he does what he needs to do. You're, you don't want Draymond scoring 20, 30 points. That's unnecessary. I, I don't think he can. You want him. I don't think he can. You want him committing hard fouls. You want him getting in people's heads. You want him getting six or seven dimes six or seven boards couple steals couple blocks that's what he does he's uh, he's just a, an annoying annoying man <laughs> i mean like uh i would rather have lance stevenson in the league than draymond green i'll tell you what i mean i don't disagree with you right there the key is anthony davis yeah oh yeah i mean but ad oh my god AD reminds me of Carl Anthony Towns. He's soft. Oh, oh, oh. Soft. AD is just like, he can be a dog. Like, game one for AD was amazing. 23 rebounds, 30 points. Yeah. A performance of a generation right there for him. He looked like Giannis. He looked like Joel Embiid. He looked like Nikola, Nikola Jokic, like a more exciting Nikola Jokic. That doesn't, it's not like watching paint dry. But. He did the kind of things that will win basketball games for you. And then in game two, he looked like JaVale McGee. Yeah, no, do not do not put hate on JaVale McGee's name. <laughs> I love that man. One of the greatest centers of this era. Way more than you love JaVale McGee. I love Safe House Distilling and Televodka. And we're going to sip on some and tell you all about it when we get back. The boys are live from Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. And uh, we just couldn't be having any more fun at all. And that fun is going to continue when we get back from the break. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Now Now betting for the the sports sports animal. animal. Your, Your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, two men, men on, Van Nunley and, and Fred Slow. Slow. And in the on deck circle, Robert, Robert Buck, Buck D. Gibson. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Well, we jump, but we're here every Friday when the ice coats are home. Thank you, Adrian. Now, Mel. 
Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Thanks for yelling at me, Griffin, <laughs> because I can't hear anything yeah. because we're having so much fun at the lab. This place is crazy right now. Oh, man. I mean, it's just hard to concentrate here, man. I it mean, is. I, it's, there's so much going on, so many people. I mean, if you like people watching, this is the place to be. Did you? I, I'm food watching. It's oh. like a funnel cake yeah. with ice cream and chocolate syrup and caramel. Are you kidding me? I'm, uh... I'm starving. <laughs> You're starving, and I'm thirsty. Chris Lurig, owner-operator of Teller Vodka. He probably got lost in I it. know. He's like, where do I even go? He'll be sitting in with us anytime from now until, uh, well, first pitch, good, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he'll be back at some point. Well, he needs to hurry because I'm a thirsty boy. Cause I, I see know. all these people walking around with mariachi margaritas and watermelon walk-offs and Grapefruit lemonades and blueberry lavender lemonades. This place oh, is yeah. insane. Yeah, this is uh, the place to get a drink, especially right, from Teller. Let's uh, go a little further with this um, Lakers Warriors series. Okay, I love talking ball. So, <laughs> so we were making fun of Anthony Davis before the break, and uh, I don't think that's fair. Because, you know, everybody uh, has a bad day, right? He does, but Anthony Davis has a lot, <laughs> a lot. And he's just he, he's just a crybaby, man. Like, if you put Anthony Davis in the 80s or the 90s, man, and he takes an elbow or anything, end of the career. He couldn't last 40 minutes in that era. It's just like he's soft, man. Honestly, I think AD might be one of the most disappointing number one picks overall. Uh, I mean, when he's on, he's on. When he's healthy, he's good. Yeah, but- I mean... You you gotta take that right, like Anthony Davis. He's at least he's showing up. At least he's healthy enough to play basketball. If you're a Lakers fan, or you're a La- on the on the Lakers, you're a Lakers coach. You're like, at least he's here. Yeah, I mean, I would I want to complain about having AD on my team either, but <sighs> with all the teams I've watched of LeBron James. I think out of all his superstars and co-stars that he's had, AD might be my least favorite one that's teamed up with him. Because you want him to do a little more grooming I, and separate I, them eyebrows. That's what, no, I, I actually... Because you're, you're so well-groomed. I, I, I can I, see I, how this uh, upsets you. I do get my eyebrows waxed once a month. I will not uh, lie about that. Uh, and you that's know, why you look down on Anthony Davis. Yes. It's not because, because of the play on the court. Yeah, exactly. That That's... Uh, a little bit too much hair in between uh, the eyes, you know. I mean, I understand it's his brand, but, like, come on, man. Just take care of yourself a little bit, man. <laughs> LeBron does. He gets a new hairline every year. Yeah, he gets re-upped every year. Yeah. That's freaking sweet. I mean, I would, too, if I was him. Yeah, I mean, with that amount of money, yeah. I mean, he drops, like, $1.5 million on uh, his uh, body every year that uh, I'd have to say at least hundred k goes into that hairline. Uh, if not more. Yeah. If not more. Yeah. Like all the best doctors and surgeons in the world, you could be out here curing cancer. You could be out here curing all these diseases. You could be out here like increasing health in the general population. But, but what no. you're doing is you're improving LeBron's hairline. Yeah, honestly, LeBron, you got to let it go. This is my message to you, man. Just go bald. Just shave it, right? You're at that point in your career, man. You're 38 years old. This is go sh- bald. 
This is the shaving years for LeBron. Yeah, I mean, this he's like barely got any hair right now, but like, just commit to the bald look. It and worked for Jordan. Let's see what it does for you. And he's already got every other sponsorship in the world. Yeah. Why not Gillette? Right. Why not Bic, too? He could have his own line of razors. Uh-huh. This could go great. I'd buy him. I would, too. Yeah. I'd give it a shot. Oh, yeah. The LeBron yeah. James I would certified get, razor. You know, I got a full head of hair, and I got uh, a beard and a mustache. But I tell you what, uh, manscaping, I would I would buy LeBron James manscaping Th- products. That's the deal that needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron James and Manscaped team up. LeBron, go bald. And it's you got to call it, man. You're sitting on a gold mine, LeBron. LeBron, if you shaved your head five years ago, you would have three more rings on your exactly. resume. Yeah. You know who else shaved his head? The greatest of all time, Michael Jordan. He, he shaved his head. Uh, Kobe. Yeah. Kobe shaved his head yeah. when it started going. Kareem. Kareem. All right, look at look at this. You're naming all the greats except for LeBron James. Because he just can't let go of it. You think it's his wife that makes him keep uh, it? Okay, now we're now this is real talk. Maybe, just maybe, just just slightly. Because she's because she's quite she's quite the looker as well. I mean, you got to keep up with Mama. Oh yeah, she looks good. Oh, LeBron James. Who do you got? Who do you like tonight? Uh, Celtics and uh, the Sixers. Okay, well, just like whichever Anthony Davis shows up, which Joel Embiid is going to show up? What James Harden is going to show up? Did you hear the story about him going to the strip club uh, uh, in Vegas? Uh, that does not surprise me at yeah. all whatsoever. They pulled the Dennis Rodman with James Harden. He's famous for this. He's done it his whole career. But playoffs? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, look, in the playoffs... I'm, I'm going to bet James Harden, Game 3 over well no matter what amount of points it is i'm taking the over he's refreshed he's got his uh his strip club needs out of him (laughs) you know he's uh he was tossing ones left and right and he's going to be tossing up shots left and right game three look even during the playoffs you've got to release some steam you gotta do what gets your mind right you know steph curry he likes to go golfing in the middle of in, in the middle of series to get his mind right. You know, if James Harden's choice, if that's how he, you know, releases his wiggles, then that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it in the regular season. But this is playoffs championship time, and this is why James Harden will never win a ring. It's because he's too focused on the strip club. Now, hold on. Let's give this guy some credit here. Maybe he's going to playoff-worthy strip clubs. Maybe these regular season strip clubs, he got out of the way during the season. Now he's got his attention. He's got his own roster of playoff strip clubs. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, In my professional opinion, I think Magic City down in Atlanta is the single greatest strip club ever. And he decided to go to Vegas. Okay, well, I mean, I'm willing to take the Pepsi challenge. <laughs> I will try it out. I will tell you if you're wrong or if you're right. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta glance at uh, Magic City, especially on a Monday. I'm, I'm not necessarily a strip club guy. I'm not either. I mean, I, but I, I am a type of guy that will accept the challenge. And thank you for that one, Jim. You are welcome. I appreciate welcome you. to the James Harden Strip Club Challenge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sponsored by LeBron James's Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This place is rocking. It's insane. I know. Huh? It's just 
people are just trying to get through. I have seen, though, a couple of Mets fans out here, so a little excited Okay, about that, hey, there's, you know? there's your boy yes, right sir, there. Yes, sir, we're in the Subway Series. Let's go, Mets! <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get us kicked out of here. Quit responding no. to Mets fans. Sorry, I get excited. He looks like he's got warrants. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a Mets fan? Look. I did not just because he's a Mets fan. I know. I know. I mean, the we're look. degenerates. I see you out here. I know you're kind. I but know, the best jerseys I know out here. I know your ilk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the best jerseys out here are the mariachis. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, these people are crushing it. And I love how many of the, you know, what the, the ice hopes are wearing tonight. Yes. The red and green chili jerseys. Like, they're Those everywhere look awesome. right now. And they're the, with the pinstripe look to them, too. Like, that is top notch. I think, uh, and the red and green uh, jerseys, like, that's that kind of rivals uh, the, the Sabre. How, how do you say it? What, what this? The jerseys they gave away today, the, uh, the poncho oh, ones. Serape. Serape. You can just say Mexican blanket. Mexican blanket. There Thank you go. You. I that's was trying easy. to be uh, culturally sensitive. I mean, on all days of today, Cinco de Mayo, you better be culturally sensitive. Absolutely. I mean, today I am a Hispanic. I, well, honorary. Honorary, yes. Of you course, can't of just change your 23 and me on a whim. That's, ah. not, that's not how genes work. Yeah. Uh, you ever done one of those? Speaking of, I, I do. Yeah, I have one. Um, I am so white when my 23 and me results came back, my credit score went up. <laughs> <laughs> I am two thirds Irish, and then everything else is a little hodgepodge of whatever. Okay. Whatever keeps me from. Uh, having blue eyes and not being a ginger. Well, look at us. An Italian and an Irishman sit down and do a radio show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's peace. We have new peace talks That would right definitely now. want to be happening in 1950s New York. No, absolutely not. Or way earlier than that, actually. Yeah, yeah. They, they uh, old New Yorkers, old Americans, the, uh, the, salt, the salt of the earth, didn't like our kind. Your Italians no. and my Irishmen when they got off the boat yeah, I know. Ellis Island. We weren't treated very well at first. No, and look at us now. We've we made it. Look at us now. We still deserve the same treatment. <laughs> when we get back, Chris Lurig, owner-operator, head distiller at Teller Vodka, sits in with us. And uh, Al Hurricane Jr. still bumping, baby. I know. Let's go. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Don't show up to work without a tape. Everyone will know. Everyone will know. And they'll talk about you in the lunchroom over a ham sandwich. It's the opening drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Oh, my God, I can't handle how much fun this is right now. How much energy is being exhausted by these Isotopes fans who are rocking out to Al Hurricane Jr. Two more segments before we hand it over to Josh Sushan, voice of the Isotopes. Uh, you finally made it through the crowd. I know. Joining us on the busy. program right now, <laughs> owner-operator, Teller Vodka and Safe House Distilling. Uh, Chris Lurg, what's happening, my man? What's up? How are you guys? Hey, doing good, man. Waiting for you. I, I am so glad you made it because I think we're going to set a record tonight. Five years ago today, 16,975 people were right here, and it looks like we're on our way to beating the record or at least 
tying it. I think oh, we're, it. oh, we're beating it. Oh, yeah. Tying it on the dot. We're beating it <laughs> I, by one. That's all I need, guys. Help me get this bet finished. Show up to the Isotopes. Get a ticket while you can, if you can. The time is now. Loyal listener. Help me beat this. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, Jake's got some skin in the game. He put some money on it. Yeah, uh, I, I, I am. I am a gambling degenerate, and I will gamble on everything. And <laughs> you know found, what I'm he betting found on? A, he found a Sugarland fan that was really to take that bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I'm willing to bet on? That this teller, uh, blueberry, lavender, lemonade, vodka cocktail uh-huh. that I have in my hand, is going to be exactly what I needed for Cinco de Drinko. Well, I mean, it's all, we're off to a good start right now. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's 618 Mountain. Boys, let's crack these mothers. All right, everyone. Ooh, oh, baby, yeah. let's go. Cheers, boys. Salud. I got the mariachi margarita here, which uh, I ain't got to tell you how good it is. If you don't believe me, get down to the lab right now. We got some teller tasting right next to us. Right and, uh, in front of us. Judge booth. for yourself. Now, how did the, uh, Chris, how did the partnership with the Isotope start? Uh, so it started with the watermelon walk-off. Which that you have in your one. hand right yeah. now. I'm drinking that one. That one's Starting delicious. Starting with the OG. Yeah. So it started with that one uh, the first year. Second year, we kind of had the partnership. We did the mariachi, and then this is kind of leading into that third year right now. And any plans in the future to expand? Because, I mean, like you said, you got the watermelon walk-off, you got the mariachi margarita, and now we got my personal favorites, the blueberry the blueberry lemonade and then the grapefruit lemonade. Yeah, the grapefruit hibiscus is killer right now for the summer. We can't keep up with that one. It's selling out everywhere. You guys are doing awesome stuff. I mean, anywhere I go nowadays, I see Teller, Teller, Teller. And you guys have the best product in New Mexico right now. Tell them about it. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like, honest to God, like, I can't do a shot of liquor to save my life. But for some reason, doing a shot of Teller vodka goes down the hatch Yeah. So good. I mean, I can't get enough of it. And by the way, like, this isn't like prohibition. Like, you ain't got to sneak around to get an old fashioned or a Sazerac. These are top shelf cocktails already in a can for you. You don't need a shaker. You don't need. You don't need to zest lemons. You don't need to do anything. Here, they're doing got, the hard work for us. Yeah, it's already ready to go. You just crack it and start sipping. Where did you get this idea from for pre-made cocktails? Uh, it started a few years during COVID. So, like, COVID kind of was the big push on it. Everyone was drinking at home. No one could go out. No one could do anything. So that kind of pushed canned cocktails as a giant thing. They were, like, teasing for a little bit, and then that was the main push. Okay. So I don't know if there's any other teller insiders out there in Albuquerque, but I'm about to drop a bomb on you, friends of the show. <laughs> if the margarita wasn't enough, if the watermelon walk-off wasn't enough, if the blueberry or grapefruit hibiscus lemonades weren't enough, you're about to take over the world with the Teller Tees coming out shortly Teller this summer. Tea. Oh, man. That, 2023. That's going to be my <laughs> golf drink, man. I cannot wait. So describe what the people who might not know, like a, a spike tea or a vodka tea, describe what to expect when Teller Tea drops. 
So it's all natural flavors, but it's mostly like a black tea, but very low in sugar. So kind of like sun tea. Okay. So like what you would do, you know, at grandma's house, whatever, sun tea. It's like that. So very little sugar, less than half the sugar of other teas out there on the market. And okay, just so ready to go. you're going to have a good time with it, but you're also being a little bit healthy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> yeah. it. You can tell yourself that. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell her yourself that. I don't want to rub it in, Jakey boy, but I've already had a sample of the Teller tea, oh. and it is absolutely perfect. It is as good as it sounds. You know how jealous I am right now of you, fam? Uh, go on. I uh, looks looks intelligence. Uh, no, 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 no <laughs> nothing to do with person. that. Nothing to do with that. Oh, you just mean just tea. because just, I had a tea. tea? Oh, just, just the tea. tea. Just because oh, come you had on. a taste of that tea. <laughs> oh, I saw the uh, a picture of the can man and. I was watering already. I was like, I was like a bulldog uh, in heat on, on a hot summer July day. Are you, oh, you're doing the Kentucky Derby voice. I know. It's kind, it this, comes might, every this might become permanent uh, now. If I do say so myself, uh, good old-fashioned hot tea, especially from Taylor, it brings out the southern vibes in me. So how do you? I mean, how do you keep this stuff in stock? Like since we've been walking, I've seen like a dozen people holding these Teller cans as they're walking by. Oh, I mean, this whole last year, we've just been pushing for manufacturing everything. So we right now have two new buildings. We have three canning lines. We have everything ready to go. So we're we're going everywhere, and even in other states. Chris, you're like, we're joined on the program with uh, owner-operator, head distiller at Safe House Distilling, Teller Vodka, Chris Lurie. Chris, you're not just the brains behind this. You're also the brawn. Like you're back there in the distillery, I'm the getting janitor. your fingers dirty. <laughs> My you do everything. Says janitor. <laughs> I'm the janitor. Is that yes. the most important job you could ha- you could be, man? Am I, you're you're back there in the trenches, like smushing blueberries. Oh yeah. For the blueberry Every lavender week. vodka, <laughs> like you're out here grinding. You're doing, doing yourself. You're eighteen hundred pounds of blueberries a week right oh, now. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, the attention, the detail you have, and like you're you're like. The perfectionist, it, it, you can really tell that you care every time you crack oh, yeah. one of these bad we don't boys. Cut corners. <laughs> so, what's next on the horizon for Safe House Distilling and Teller Vodka? Uh, so, next month we should be releasing our uh, bourbon. Our oh, first bourbon. Oh, oh, baby. Oh, man. Look out, world. So, it's our four year anniversary of being open, but it's almost three years age, this bourbon. So, this will be the main first one out to the public. Uh, we already have bars in Kentucky begging for single barrels of it everywhere, Whoa. so it's tasting really good. And uh, I, where's uh, the best spot to try this bourbon when it does decide to launch? So we're still figuring out distribution. Uh, I think at the very start, it's going to be bottle sales only, no cocktails, no anything, just safe house. So we've our tasting room's been closed since Thanksgiving. And we're about to re-release it when we release this bourbon will be the grand reopening. We've been doing renovations of our tap room to the public. And a, a little behind the scenes, and I don't know if I'm, I'm speaking out of turn here, Chris, but you turned uh, Safe House downtown. It was a fantastic place to get cocktails, hang out with friends, et cetera, et cetera. You had too much demand. You had too much volume. You had to turn your tasting room into a storage room because you had hundreds of oak barrels full of yeah, uh, full of bourbon. Full of whiskey barrels to the <laughs> roof. <laughs> that is so freaking wow, sweet. Wow, this right, man. Teller's going to the moon. 
All right. Obviously, you get all of your Teller products here at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park. Uh, where else in town can you get these? So we're in over 700 accounts across the state. There you so go. Smith's, Albertsons, Paradise, Jubilation, Allsup's, 7-Eleven, Total Wine. Wherever you want it, we got you. So you're telling me, you're looking me straight in the face, Chris, and you're saying I can go get some watermelon walk-off and two Allsup's burritos at the same time? As long as they didn't sell out already. They're selling out quick. <laughs> Chris Lurick, thanks for being a friend. Thanks for being a friend of the show. Always. When we get back, voice of the Isotopes, Josh Sushan, joins us to preview the match tonight and talk a little mariachi Cinco de Mayo action. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Sound off right now at 246-0610. Come on! Griffin, cut the music. My friend Josh is here. I want to talk baseball. Joining us on the program right now, voice of your isotopes, Josh Sushan. Uh, are, is there like just a little bit of extra energy in here tonight? Yeah. Are you going to step it up tonight because of all this excitement here? I'm just glad I didn't get swallowed by this crowd. I mean, I'm not very big, so I just took a lap around the ballpark so that I could soak it up. Yeah, I'm just glad I'm in one piece and I made it to this location in time. I mean, while being ravishly handsome... You are a little thin, Josh. You're a little wiry. <laughs> a little? If you, get, if you get swept up in a crowd, we might never see you again. That would make me so sad. But luckily you got some height to you, so if we do lose you, we can at least be like, okay, there you went. <laughs> there, there was one point I was over there on the concourse, and it's like when you're swimming and the wind is at, is like you're, like when you're in the ocean and you're swimming and the, the wind is at you and then a wave comes at you and I'm like, I can see where the band, <laughs> it, I, like, if I could just get to that point. And then it's like a buoy. It's like this life, okay, I can hang on to this place, this little location. No, this is super fun. And, um, you know, the, the good thing is, is when you walk around, and you guys will see this when you're done with the show, everyone's just happy and smiling, and lines are super enormous, but people are just totally patient. They just love it. They were listening to Al. They were dancing. They were rocking out. And, um, yeah, I mean, you just see just smiles everywhere. Speaking of smiles, we've got a lot of fist bumps and high fives and handshakes and hugs from friends of the show here because there's a lot of friends of the show here because there's so many damn people from albuquerque here i mean yeah. the whole town is here practically it seems like five years ago today josh sixteen thousand nine hundred seventy-five. we're gonna beat it tonight i don't know oh you that, know what? i don't want to hear that <laughs> here's the thing i kind of don't want to beat it you know i want that to be the all-time number okay I want, I want the first mariachis game to forever and ever be like the biggest number I, here, here's the other thing, too. So you're saying 16,974. That'd be nice. Yeah. I don't want the fire marshal to get, to get mad at us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about happiness and smiling faces, and there are a lot of upset people coming up to the table, not because of the amazing atmosphere, not because of our amazing radio program, but they were too late to get a mariachi's jersey. People arrived... At like 10 a.m.? Nine. I got down here in my notes. The first one was 9.15 this 9:15. morning. 9.15. That's dedication for the topes. But the jerseys way. are worth it. It, it. The gates had been open for an hour, and there was still a long line of people to get in. Yes. You know, like an hour later. They, they were gone fast. We gave away 3,000. We could have given away 13,000, and there still would not have been enough. 
And they, this is probably, I mean, every mariachi jersey giveaway is absolute fire. But these ones are probably my favorites. I so know, far. without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, and, and you can tell because I think that ninety-five percent of the people who got the jersey are wearing the jersey right now. Immediately, oh yeah, yes. immediately put it on. Although I still dig this dude's Griffey jersey. Oh, That's dude, nice that there's so cool. many great jerseys here tonight. I saw a uh, Cleveland Indians Ricky Vaughn earlier. Oh, nice. That was strong work. Uh, I saw a Bad News Bears earlier. That was strong that. work. I, we saw my boy AD out there at one point. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, so if you missed out on the Serape Mexican Blanket Mariachi giveaway, it's okay because you can still have the same jerseys that they're wearing on the field tonight. The red and green chili Mariachi jerseys. So here's the other thing. There's a whole lot of new Mariachi's merchandise that is for sale. Now, to be honest, it's going to take a while to get inside the pro shop because the line snakes and it takes a long time. Yep. But there's a lot of brand new stuff. I don't know if any of it's going to be left at the end of today. Give your best shot tomorrow and Sunday or wait for the next order to come in or try and order something online. But there is a ton of sweet new mariachi merch that just arrived for fans to purchase today. <laughs> so thank you for actually showing up to doing this interview, Josh. Because Al Hurricane Jr. did not. Yeah, oh, okay. he was yeah, so we got busy. Okay. Yeah. So I saw like a long line of beautiful Hispanic women here on Cinco de Mayo asking for his autograph. Uh-huh. Is it the same way everywhere you go to? No, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. I mean, how about that? Dude, we had a an hour long concert for Al Hurricane Jr. in the outfield. I know. He, he, he was awesome, too. He, he was so good. It. His entire band is so good. And when I was here early, they were doing their sound check, and it was so cool. I'm like, can I get a sound check every day when I'm at the ballpark? <laughs> I'm just, like, filling up my scorebook and getting my prep work done because that was legit. I'm going straight to my tailor and demanding a purple suit, too. Did you <laughs> yeah, see that suit oh, was did awesome. I? Was fire. Not everyone can pull off a purple suit. <laughs> I'm honestly glad he didn't show up, so then he didn't put my mustache <laughs> to shave, <laughs> you know? Let's, I mean, let's, it's a mariachi night. It's Cinco de Mayo. Can you speak a little bit on the culture here in Albuquerque and New Mexico? You know, the, the Latin blend, you know, the Mexican heritage. This is more than just a baseball game tonight. Yeah, for sure. And that's what makes minor league baseball so special. It's what makes the state of New Mexico special. The way the fans have responded to this. I mean, this started five years ago. It has not gotten old. If anything, it just keeps getting bigger and better, as we can tell from from the fans who are here, from the dancers who are walking by right now. And, you know, I think that this is a day where the baseball is not just secondary, it's almost thirdary because this is a day for just New Mexico to celebrate itself. Sure. Yeah. It's just a place where everyone can just gather and say, this is us, this is who we are. You know, this these are our dresses, and this is how we dance, and this is our music, and this is our food, and this is our culture. And so, it, you know, it, it just becomes, again, a celebration of New Mexico. Yeah, I mean... This is the most New Mexican I have ever felt in my entire life. <laughs> let me tell you that much. You know, I, uh, I'm loving it. I love the culture. I love the energy. I mean, we just saw all those guys with the uh, the beer, baseball, uh, pints, and yes. uh, they were going crazy over there. Like the energy today is rocking, and this might be my best Isotopes memory ever. Well, I can tell you this too: is that again, the baseball kind of becomes secondary or third area, but the Isotopes have always played their best in these mariachi games they're 17 and 6 all time Whoa, sure. when you think about okay. the isotopes have like been way under 500 total over the last 
uh, we don't need to say how many years. <laughs> the fact that they've been 17-6 and six when wearing the mariachi uniforms is something. And I've talked to players, whether it's guys who are Hispanic, whether it's the white gringos, they take the field, they feel the energy, sure. and they thrive off it, and they play their best in these games. I mean, you got to do it for the culture. you got to do it for your city. I mean, if, if you know, getting to the major leagues and stardom, like, of course they're going to work their buns off and do that. But you got that extra level of civic pride. you get that yeah. extra little burst of energy on a night like this. You know, and I think it's cool because, you know, look, these guys want to get to the major leagues, but they're always going to have memories in the minor leagues. And th- these are their biggest memories. Like you said, you, you know, your all-time favorite isotopes game. You talk to maybe Nolan Jones 10 years from now, and you say, you know, when you played minor league baseball, what are you going to remember? And he's going to say Isotopes Park in the mariachi game. Sure. Nolan Jones was wearing his mariachi giveaway during batting practice. I but, saw him out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of the dudes were wearing their, their – you know, and they were like, yeah, we want to respect the mariachis and all that. And so, you know, and Michelle Montoya does such a great job of this with our community relations, is giving them a piece of New Mexico so that they remember this place. And it is special for them, not just, oh, yeah, that's where I played baseball at my last stop before I got to the major leagues, but also for the food and the culture and all of those things. Well, let's switch over to the product on the field because, as you know, Houston boy, Astros homer. We had this conversation earlier in the week. I finally got to scratch my itch. I met Uncle Mike earlier. Okay, I talked to Michael Brantley, so I got that out of the way. Okay, Let's turn this thing back around and get some W's tonight and throughout the weekend. How do we do that, Josh? I challenge your question. Okay. (laughs) I'm getting ready for the challenge system. The challenge system is coming Uh tonight. The balls and strikes will be called by the umpire, but the batter, the pitcher, or the catcher can challenge the umpire's ball strike call. It'll be up on the video board. You'll see the trajectory of the pitch. You'll see if it was a ball or a strike, if the umpire was right or wrong. So I'm just getting ready for it by challenging your question. Okay. The way the players are going to challenge the umpire's strike zone judgment. So who do you think on the team, let's talk like personality, like in the locker room on the field, who do you think's the first guy to be like, nope, wrong, <laughs> wrong? Well, so we've done this on the road. We've had, you know, we did. We had 10 of these games on the road last year, and we had three last weekend. And Pedro Lopez told his pitchers, you cannot challenge because you guys are not objective. You think that every single one every of your pitchers pitch is, is a strike. strike. So yeah. pitchers, you cannot do this. But what I did notice is that sometimes the pitcher would look into the catcher like, yo, bro, you, what, what do you think? And then Pedro has also been trying to stress to his guys, don't do it on the first pitch of an at-bat. Don't do it early in the game. we got to make sure that we save at least one for late. Let's, you know, if it's a 3-2 pitch borderline that goes against us, okay, that's a good time to challenge, especially if it ends in any. But don't go wasting one early in an at-bat or say there's two outs and there's nobody on base and the count goes 0-2 against you. So what? You know, like battle. Like be smart for when you use the challenges. Josh, we'll let you run upstairs as Thank you're about you. to start here. It's, yeah, you're gonna, you, need yeah. A head, you need a head start <laughs> today. So who's on the pregame? Uh, Ken Young. It's always good job security when you interview the uh, team's owner. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Joshua Sushan, voice of the Ice Tobes. Thanks for being a friend. Thanks for being a friend of the show. Have a great call tonight. Thank you. Enjoy the game. Everyone, enjoy the atmosphere tonight. Oh, my God, and what an atmosphere it is. Uh, there's Mexican blankets as far as the eye can see. Everywhere. Smiling Anyone faces as far as the eye can see. Mariachi margaritas and watermelon walk-offs as far as the eye can see. Had an absolute blast with it today. Thank you so much for your favorite pitcher, Logan Allen, for joining us on the program cool today. Guy. Of course, GM John Traub. 
Always a great guest. His perspective on the Isotopes history and what's going on is always appreciated. What a dude. Thanks for Chris Lurig, owner-operator and head distiller of Teller Vodka, for joining us. Had an absolute blast with that. Uh, I'm about to take these headphones off. Send it upstairs to Josh Sushan uh-huh. and drink this mariachi margarita, oh, baby. Oh, yeah. It's Cinco de Drinco has begun. <laughs> Jake, real quick, what did you think about your first mariachis game? Ten for ten. I mean, honestly, this is my first mariachi game I've been to, and I did not know Isotopes Park could get this crazy. The lab is nuts. I love this energy. I mean, I'm a fan for life now. Oh, yeah, how could you not be already? I mean, this is the most fun you could possibly have in town. I mean, look at all these people, all these waves, high fives. I mean, my knuckles hurt from all these daps I know, right? I've been giving. All right, if you're not here already, look, you got a few minutes. First pitch, 7.05. We're about to send it upstairs to Josh Sushan and his pregame show. I mean, this is the jam right here. Uh-huh. Get out here. Support local Albuquerque. Support Teller Vodka and Safe House Distilling. All the other friends of the show having a lot of fun with it out here. Be safe this weekend. Support your local sports community. Uh, We love you, Burke. See you next week.